Yo, bro, what's up? Hey, how's your night going? Good. Well, mine's going good, too. I just wanted to stop in before I went to go stream on twitch.tv slash my name. Yep, just gonna head over there. Just stop it in to say hi before I go stream on Twitch. By the way, it's Twitch. Twitch.tv slash my name. Uh, hello? Just so everybody in my, in Rathan's chat knows, uh, Twitch.tv slash my name is where I'm, that's where I'm going right now. I'm going over there. Uh, this is actually, this is pathetic. What's happening in this game is straight up pathetic. Like, I'm not even fucking joking. I'm so upset right now that we're losing these team fights. Just kill the Ardeo. Ah, oh, that's it. Get out. F6 now. Just, it's over. If we're not going to win this game off that, we're not going to win this game. No, F6 the fucking game. F6 it right now. F6 right now. I'm not even fucking kidding. Please don't tell me our Thanatos just let her back. Motherfucker. Motherfucker! Are you fucking kidding me? Welcome to the Battleground of the Gods. Welcome, challengers, to Battleground of the Gods, a Smite podcast. I am your host, Step Nation, and joining me today we have Fro Double G. Hey, ladies, what's up? Famous Freak. What's up, everybody? And we have a very special guest for you today, Rathan. Hello. Good evening. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, Straight Raven, off of, uh, like, CNBC. Yeah, why, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So, uh, my name is Rathan. I am a Smite streamer, community individual uh i primarily focus my content around uh new players and kind of just having fun uh learning the game i have played smite since the beginning of season three uh when it came out on xbox or excuse me on playstation uh not xbox um and i actually got my start streaming um just popping on twitch to help a bunch of my buddies that i worked with get better at the game because they didn't have any time to dedicate to researching it and uh, everything kind of snowballed from there and, uh, yeah, it's grown significantly since then. It's grown a lot. Yeah, just a little. I remember, like, first hearing about you back in the day, and now you're, like, a major streamer. It's crazy. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Somebody said that to me the other day, and it's still, it still doesn't feel like, you know, like enough, right? Like, I mean, it, it not, not that, like, from, like, a greedy perspective, but, like, I I uh I constantly want to get bigger and reach more people because I know that the the new player audience is a very underserved portion of the 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 viewer base, um and it's it's definitely been uh been a challenge but a fun challenge uh, trying to get the name out there but yeah it's it's grown really fast I've had a lot of help uh, which I'm sure pretty much everybody knows about I'm good friends with uh, Weekend and he uh, he's helped boost me up. Um, SNK, a lot of the guys that used to work at high res and do work at high res have uh, contributed to uh, helping me get my name out there and get me at events. And, you know, even though I was a kind of a small channel at the time, uh, it was a big deal to have that kind of backing for sure. Right. So now you're kind of trying to 
pay it forward with the Battlegrounders. <laughs> I always try. <laughs> not worthy. Dude, I always try and pay it forward. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, if you guys watch my streams, I, I almost host somebody at the end of every single night. I try and, unless somebody I know really well is streaming, I try and pick someone who, you know, 50 viewers is the most they're ever going to have or the most they've ever had. And, you know, somebody with like a goal of, you know, I want to get my affiliate button, you know, that you, you can see it when you're browsing through, they've got the follower goal and whatnot. And, did I always try and pay it forward? You know, I I could not have gotten to where I am today without help from, uh, from other people. And and uh, really, what it is is it's it's a lot of people believing in my mission, uh, which I think was the biggest challenge. Um, and, and you know, I definitely believe in uh, in spreading that uh, uh, down the line, right? So pretty much every night, I'll, I'll go through the browse button and and find somebody else to to drop the love on. So yeah, we can. Too we bad can you're really... not here, Willow. Yeah, right, Willow. He's our he's our. <laughs> The missing co-host tonight, and he's a streamer himself, trying to up and coming type thing as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we definitely understand what you're talking about there, because like even as a, a small growing podcast ourselves, like like you said it, again, it's like we are humbled, yes, by this many, but it's not enough. Like it'd be nice to be really huge, but yeah, still humbled already. Yeah. But I, I mean, ultimately, you, you want to be the thing that people like look towards, right? Like I want to entertain myself. The first thing I'm going to look, you know, everybody's got a list, right? Like I, I feel like every night I go to bed, there's like a list of things that I go through to entertain myself before I go to sleep, right? It's like, okay, do I got a podcast I want to listen to? Uh, has any of the shows that I watch updated with a new episode? And ultimately, like you want to find yourself on that list somewhere for, for as many people as you can. And I think the the important thing is, is having a mission, right? Like you guys, right. You want to educate the community. I, you know, I certainly believe in that. And I think a lot of people do, but you know, just saying, Oh, I want to be a podcaster. Oh, I want to be a streamer is, is like, it's almost offensive to people who have like a, a goal. You know what I mean? Right. Um, mm-hmm. Where you're just like, Oh, this looks easy. I'm going to do it. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, if you, if you got a mission or you got, you know, you take a look at the the content and you say, okay, there's a, there's a gap in what we've got and what's needed. Then yeah, dude, I, I totally hear that. Oh yeah. Yeah. When we first started doing this, the girlfriend just straight up asked me, are you doing this to like get famous or make money? And I'm like, no, I'm doing this to create a community and make it thrive. I thought you told her, no, I am famous. Ooh, <laughs> I you oh yeah. Somebody called me famous the other day and I was like, what? Oh, it was one of my viewers. They were driving through Atlanta, and I was like, "Dude, you should hit me up. We could have grabbed lunch." And he's like, "What? Like, no, like you're what? Like you had no idea. Like I don't know. I still don't. I don't like people know who I am, but I'm not like a famous person. I, I don't think I'd ever get to that point, even if this was like I mean, the biggest stream and podcast in the country, right? Man, I hate to tell you, but coming from us, us lower levels in the <laughs> Smite community, you're a pretty big name. It's because I. It's only because I bullshit better than the rest of them. Um, <laughs> you ain't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but and see, that's I wanted to say. That's we've we've reached out to a lot of people in the Smite community, but when Fro let us know, yo, Rathan was like, he's down, he's he's coming on. You were honestly in my top two people I would love to have on here because. Oh, dude. What, what, 80, 85% of our Discord, our Twitter followers, the people we group up with are new players. Right. And that's exactly our community. And that's your community, too. So it's perfect. Yeah. And that, I mean, it's kind of funny. It's it's not even, it's not even new players. Like, I, I got a lot of viewers who've been playing Smite for a long ass time. And it's just, it's people like, I don't know. I, 
trying to get I'm, better. I'm gonna, always trying to improve. Yeah, there, there's a tough way to say that without calling somebody bad, but like, I think it's you know it's exactly that right like i am trash i know i'm trash i know i'm better than maybe like the the median right but like it's all about trying to take a look at your gameplay and say okay like what can i do differently or better um and i think a lot of that takes watching somebody make mistakes i think when you watch like an adapting who is an unbelievable player right like an unbelievable player the guy is is Un- uh, unreal mechanical god um, crazy mechanical yeah he's god. a mechanical yeah, god like that'll help the top end of your play um you know where where you're like oh like i saw how he min maxed on these camps or i saw how he auto attack canceled this combo frame perfectly and like that's what i want to get towards but i don't think enough people focus on the bottom end of their play it's like wow i definitely shouldn't have walked over there and got my ass beat or i don't well, have any abilities a, up and i still a very very good point like, yeah, right. I, I mean that's that, that's part of the reason I wanted to. I mean, it's I did like a coaching series for a little while, um, and you know got a couple of really people in my Discord, um, where they were like, yeah, you know, I just I don't want to be good, I just don't want to be shit, um, and so I did this thing called Better Than Bronze, uh, where I'd like shadow play <laughs> with somebody over like a, a Discord video call where they shared their screen. Um, while they were playing, it could be like, all right, definitely don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And it's like, you know, I, I'm never going to tell anybody how to like get higher than like platinum or even, you know, even higher than that. Right. Um, speaking of, but platinum, you know, I can, I can help you, had, you not be terrible. You had a, a show there on YouTube. I had a couple episodes, the platinum perspective. And, uh, yeah, so you that, had Pon Pon and Ajax on. How was that? Like that must oh, have dude, been it was awesome. really fucking cool talking to them guys. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I, I, uh, so uh, full disclosure, I, I live like right around the corner from high res. I mean, it's like a 20 minute drive for me. Um, so oh, hell yeah. Uh, I see those guys, I don't, don't want to say all the time, but I see them frequently enough that, you know, they knew who I am. I know who they are. You know, I've been, I know a couple other guys at high res personally, um, you know, to the point where we hang out on a weekly basis. Um, but you know, I know those guys. And when I was up there one time getting a tour for one of my buddies, I asked Ajax and Pond, I was like, Hey, you know, you guys just launched this new season. You know, would you want to come and talk about it in like talk show format? And they were like, "Yeah, absolutely." Um, which is really cool. And and originally it was just supposed to be, uh, and I I think I'm actually going to bring it back now that we've got the mid season patch because I think with shows like that you you hit this inflection point where you're talking like too much. Um, and you're struggling week to week to fill it with content and guests and people and, and things like that. And, I'm, you know, I, I feel like if, like if you guys did this podcast every day, like you'd run out of people in like two weeks. Right. Um, we do it once a week and we run out of ideas. Right. Well, exactly. Right. And so, you know, <laughs> I didn't want to struggle bus with with trying to, to a organize it, coordinate it and do all that stuff. I wanted to, um, you know, have it be very targeted. And really what it was, it was the beginning of the season. It was a resource for people who were absolutely lost in season five, like myself, right. That don't necessarily have the knowledge or the experience to figure it out themselves to try and give people a baseline of where to start. Um, you know, just diving into the season. And actually I've gotten a lot of feedback recently about starting it back up because of the mid season patch changes. And, you know, I think if you watch those videos, almost none of it is relevant anymore. I think there's like the only recommendations on gods that are still relevant is like Sir Cat. And um, I think Sylvanas, and that's about it. 
Um, so it's, you know, I was thinking about doing a refresher, but it was never meant to be a, uh, like a crazy, like we're going to do this every day or every week thing. Let's say I'm pretty I, stoked I to see I suggest you do it. So I'm pretty stoked to see your jungle A to Z. I'll say I was there watching you stream the, uh, Aries portion there. So you got Is some pretty cool Aries people. Game? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I, or no, 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 no. Achilles. No, I Achilles. stopped it on My Jiratsu. bad. My bad. Yeah, My I did bad. Achilles. Achilles. I, I, it just came out Aries. But yeah, I, I was there for the Achilles one. Dude, your, yeah, your community I, I, in your chat was there. There were some pretty fucking cool people. Someone even gifted me a sub. I'm like, that's that was really sweet. Yeah, I, 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 I like to think I've cultivated one of the, the best communities, especially you know on Twitch. Period. But Smite Twitch, I, I think it's it's bar none, right? It's a bunch of people who care. They care about each other. They care about the community. And I think you know from a streaming perspective, that's what you want, right? Because you know games die, communities last forever. Is kind of a you know what I'll say about that, like. I don't know. You look at some of these bigger streamers, like um, you know, he's Maddie for an example, and Maddie's hugely entertaining, right? And and a great guy. And you know, he'll stream Smite and get two thousand views viewers, and it's insane. And he'll play WoW or Monster Hunter or something like that, and it'll be like three hundred, right? So, or or yeah, actually, it's probably a little larger than that. But you know. My community, I'm really fortunate to have the community I have because they they care about each other, they care about my stream, um, and it, it seems like no matter what game I go to or or what what do we end up doing, it's you know the viewership is pretty consistent, right? Um, people just want to be there to hang out, and if I'm the excuse to hang out, that you know I'm more than happy to do that. Yeah, we hear that. That's how I feel about ours. It's it's awesome it, because I don't know if you know, but there was a podcast called the Finn Middle Lane. Yeah, I, Smite uh, podcast. Yep. Yeah, you've yeah you've heard of it. They they kind of dissolved from Smite and went to general gaming, but you know half of their community ended up being the start of our community. But they're all still in their Discord. They're we're constantly it, it. Okay, so they're not Smite anymore, but it still stayed the same conductive community, and that's just awesome. Yeah, I think it, it it's kind of funny because the Smite community is is special in that regard. I think you know you go to a lot of games like I, I watch a lot of streams. Um, it's it's one of the the other themes I would say of of the content that I create is I am constantly neurotically obsessed with increasing quality, whether it's hardware or animations or graphics or and a, and a lot of those things you come up with yourself, and a lot of things you learn from watching others do. And so I'm in streams of different games. I'm in streams of different Smite streamers, small, large. I said something in the chat the other day. At some somebody's stream, they had really awesome graphics, and they had a nice kill. And I said something. They're like, "Oh my god, Rathen's watching!" But like, I lurk a whole shitload. And um, you know, I I think um, what what you start to realize is is that like the other communities and some of these other games even for large and, and, and mid-sized streamers, they don't they don't support their streamers and their community as much as a Smite one does. Like, you go watch a, a COD stream or a Battlefield stream or a Fortnite stream, like, yeah, you know, you got Twitch Prime subs coming in and out. I mean, I think that, you know, if you take away the top 10% of streamers and you kind of get into, like, the, the, the 1,000 to, to 1,500 range, people don't donate. People don't sub. They just consume um, they don't talk like, I mean, I've been in chats watching Fortnite where the guy's got 1800 viewers and it's quieter than my chat is. Right. And, um, you know, just cause the guy's good. Right. But, 
that that's where I think we're really fortunate to have um you know the the, the smite community because they're all just just so committed to each other and to the the community in general. And see that's crazy. See that's perfect because I was just gonna say our buddy Willow he streams consistently four or five nights a week, mm-hmm. and he he might only have. 12 15 people in his stream but they are constantly talking to mm-hmm. each other like every second he's streaming and that's yeah that that's the smite community for you right there yeah i mean i i usually get the same i'll get the same 30 or 40 that uh, that uh stop by and then you know there's i think my transient viewership is there's like 400 people a night that come in and out which is huge for me like right um you know they'll stop by they'll say something they'll take off they'll drop in they'll watch for a little bit and then then buzz off. Um, but uh, yeah, exactly that. I mean, it's down to the point where my subs are get personally offended when somebody's talking in chat and they don't have a sub badge. Um, like non subs do not last long in my chat at all. Um, it's all. It's. I think it's the, the the average is like three or four sentences. Um, that's, it's that's the definition of loyalty right there. Yeah, yeah, I mean they're they're awesome. They 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 care. They want to support in any way they can. They like my content. They like me, and they, uh, you know, it's it's a really. I feel very fortunate to have, uh, you know, a community like that for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. Now I've got a question with uh, the recent patches, and since sure. uh, timed cues came out, how has oh, that God. played into it? Uh, I mean, for me, I don't think it really matters, right? Like 90% of the time I'm doing viewer games because I like to play with my viewers. I like to, um, you know, do troll shit. And I think, you know, when you play ranked and things like that, it gets a little too try hard. Um, you know, I really value talking to my chat and talking to my viewers, uh, more than anything. So, you know, my worst case scenario is a six, t- six minute wait, you know, maybe 10 if we got a dodge or something like that. And then a, uh, you know, can't find you a good match type deal. But I mean, if I'm being honest with you, man, like I, I professionally am in business. Um, you know, I've been doing that for the last seven years. And if you're going to sit there and complain about the way things are, instead of trying to find a way to make those things better. Um, I, I think you're just, you're just asking for failure, right? You know, I'm not going to name any names, but to come out and be like, well, this time Q thing sucks. Uh, you know, yeah, it's a long time, especially with dodges. Sure. It's a long time. Nobody waits 30 minutes to play any game ever. I get it, but it's the state of things and it's creating a much more enjoyable experience for the people that are actually in these games. Right. So, you know, your responsibility as a streamer is to find ways to fill that time. Um, period Q and a VOD review. What, how about this? You're, you're Emilzi, you're in con, right? Have your viewers send in VODs of themselves doing something or, you know, their start or their leaning phase and you critique them in between cues, right? And you help them out. You charge for it. Hey, it's 10 bucks. Oh, my dog's barking. Sorry, guys. Um, oh, you're good. You know, you you critique them. You charge them 10 bucks a video and it gives you something to do. The chat can laugh at them. Um, you, you know, it's just something, right? Figure out a way to do something. Play another game. Uh, do a Q&A. Ask me anything. We got 10 minutes until the next game. What do you guys think? What What do you, you know? So I personally, uh, I enjoy the time cues because I think for me, matchmaking in general has been just better. And oh, okay, especially actually, in assault, actually, like I fall. play a lot of assault. I'm almost at like two and a half thousand games of assault, right? And 
I know it's. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Do, I just like it. I like the. Well. I just I like the random shit, but now I know it's just Smite Guru and Smite Guru MMR Elo is bullshit, but it has a little weight to it as far as being able to tell if you can climb or not or have been doing well this year at least, and I think I for like the past two years or year and a half have been like in their quote unquote rank in the top 50 or so usually and my matches used to be just kind of all over the fucking place like there'd be some where like people would be running back to fountain trying to heal up or buy items and then i'd get in other ones where it's like dude these people are every single fucking ability on point like hitting them like amazing skill but since this the the new matchmaking i've gotten a lot more consistent People that are like, all right, these guys, I don't feel like I can just go shit on three of them because they suck. I feel like damn near every person on the enemy team, depending on who I am and who they are, we have good 1v1 potential against each other. You know what I mean? Like, skill-wise, I, I, they feel a lot more balanced. And I was actually talking to my buddy, Arab Cowboy, because he plays a lot of salt with me. And again, same Smite Guru bullshit instance, but it's got him up there. And I mean, we were literally just talking earlier today about how that's how it feels like just a lot more balanced, hard fought, like not as many landslides aside from the typical like, okay, they got a Changa and we got a Terra and they got an Ares and we don't have a front line at all or whatever the fuck it is type bullshit that you get in assault. But the normal, more even comps have been a lot more fair and balanced matches, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and I, I completely agree there. And it's actually, for my content, it's actually kind of frustrating um, because uh, I, you know, I used to play a lot with new players and, and it would automatically kind of correct to the lowest common denominator. And, you know, some of these games, I could just stomp all over people and, you know, just pick out, all right, who's the biggest noob? Who are we going to farm? Um, and now the games are so evenly matched that I'm, I'm losing a lot more. Um, I, I hear that <laughs> like, like, or, or I don't want to say I'm losing a lot more, but like when you're playing with new players and I'm on my main account, even, even my, okay, my Smurf is higher ELO than my main. Um, I can't carry a game anymore. Uh, right. Or it doesn't feel like I can exactly. carry a game anymore unless I play something that I, you know, you know, frame knowledge, frame level knowledge. Of how the, the god works, right? Like exact timings on your Aries chains type deals, right? Like I can't, I can't run a, I don't know, Jing Chan jungle anymore and have fun. I gotta like actually play to win because the the, the matches are so close. That's how it's going with me in Anubis jungle. I used to just go off with him, but lately I can't because the people that I'm paired with are actually at my skill level. I find a rather hard time because I play solo. And you don't get many people who insta-call solo lane, so I usually get it. And I'm trying to branch out a lot more because I also enjoy mid and jungle, but I don't play them nearly as much as I do solo. So, you know, I'm rusty a lot of times when I go to do it, and it's it's fucking hard fought. Like, there just always seems like, okay, these guys are better than me because they, they play it a lot more. But since my MMR is up there enough, because I, I do pretty good in solo, I like to believe, um... You know, so it's it's up there. So when I go to the office, you're one of the best solos get... I know, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> what, whatever just, helps you sleep at night. 
<laughs> to be fair, you hear this dude? He doesn't even know you, and he's roasting you. <laughs> well, sounds like he might know me, actually. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he says that because I'm one of them guys that know you have to actually build defense on your solo lane, and Jotun's Wrath first item is not the correct choice. Yeah, um, thank you for building defense on your solo laners. Appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, not a problem. Not a problem, bud. <laughs> we salute you. We actually just ranted last week about a guy who didn't build any defense. Took a mage to the solo lane and just went straight damage, and then we literally lost because no front line. Great. I will say that since I did that video on the mid lane uh, with Hurry and Aggro, I have not seen a single mage build boots one to start. Good. That used to drive me crazy. Yes. Thank you for that. That yes, used we... to drive me absolutely <laughs> up a wall. Um. Anyway. Oh, okay. you're, you're doing a public you service. You want to speak of some starts that drive you up the wall. I got one that's been pissing me off in assault. On your hunters. Oh, an assault? Quit, yeah, in, in assault. It is an assault, so I know. I know. You can meme. I'm not scared. <laughs> no, but, I, well, just assault. I mean, it's like you can build anything as long as you live long enough to buy something else. Uh, would you, on a hunter, build Blackthorn Hammer and Hunter's Blessing or Attacker's Blessing? Probably not. Um, yeah. That's been bothering uh, yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, I've that's, that's somebody, so I mean, lately. maybe if you had, like, a Neath and you wanted, like, extra mana, maybe. See, here's my thing. Build, uh, this is what kind of bothers me the most. Just build a fucking Hydras. You get mana sustain, you, you get the cooldown, it's not situational, neither of them are really situational. Yes, you get more the lower you get with the Hydra's passive. You get more power, and you can actually do something with the Hydra passive. So, I, yeah, don't, the, I don't know, the that's just been bothering me, I've seen though. it a few times. I mean, this is true, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, if, if it was somebody like, an, the only case where I could see using it is on like a Neath, right? Because she heals off of her two... She'll get a ton of mana back. She can full clear the wave, basically a level three. I mean, it's just a good, like, sit and squat and defend your tower item. Um, that's the only time I would ever think of Yeah, yeah, and you get the health, so you're basically fucking unkillable. Um, that's the only time I would I would think to use it. Outside of that, not at all. But over a Blood Forge? Ah... Uh... I'm I'm not saying there's probably yeah, like he said he named one god in one situation yeah there there it, it, it I it has its situation I can see that but yeah I I would only build it if I was gonna be on Neath and I didn't even know that I would build it then I would I would only build it if I was gonna be on Neath and my team was getting farmed or I figured my team would get farmed or they had a really high pressure comp and all I wanted to do was keep the minions out of the tower. What I mean, triggered me that, is that's about the it. most is this was also on a Cupid. It's like, dude, your fucking heart's giving yeah, you mana back. What are you doing? Come definitely on, definitely not. Uh, what are you doing? Nope. But yeah, there's that. That that's a that's people who take the time to read um <laughs> read the items and not the abilities. <laughs> 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 All right, so I know it's kind of late. Already, because we basically blew past our games this week. We usually cover our games this week. But it might be a little late for that. But there is one thing that freaking I do have to talk about, though, about our games this week. That can't go unsaid. Oh, please. 
Well, I guess there's two. Preach, brother. There's two. Supposedly, we beat yeah, pros. Yeah, te- technically two. We beat people who were supposedly <laughs> PS4 pros. Supposedly. Oh, God, who? Uh, I don't remember his name. Uh, I don't know if we want to name names. Yeah, we'll, oh, I remember we'll just, his name, we'll but I don't know if that. we want to put we'll it out there. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> don't Everybody dive us. T2 gets Tower every once three in a while. minutes. You don't. They dove us at T2 Tower three minutes into an assault. Oh, it's an assault what? game? Anything goes in assault, man. Uh, yeah, I've been I playing with pros and gotten roasted. Yeah, I get that. It wasn't a conquest, but that's just how, where we met them. But right. we just found that funny because then all night you're like, oh, man, I guess we can't be too bad. We beat the pros. <laughs> but then the <laughs> next one, we were in a conquest, Freak and I. I'm going to paint a little picture here. I got shoehorned into support. I was actually going to troll and play shot carry. But then Freak didn't realize I was literally going to play shot carry. So he picked, uh, was it Hachi? Wasn't it? I think it was Hachi. But uh, Hachiman. Yeah, it was. It was. So I end up going shock support. Fuck it. Whatever. You know, mage's blessing. Let's just run at him like monkeys. No problem. About what is it? Three minutes in, all three people on our team DC, aside Freak and I, in a conquest, right? And we're like, oh. And they were fuck. in the same clan. Yep. They're all three in the same clan. And we're like, oh, man, we're fucked. And our lane's like oh, three no. and two at this point. And uh, yep. <laughs> we're like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. We're stuck here till 10 minutes. I don't want to sit under tower. I don't want to fucking do this. We ain't, we're not done. Like, come at us, bro. So we start just running wherever they weren't basically trying to get farm split pushing. Like, and if we'd run into one of the jungle, we'd fucking try to kill him. We end up, I think going total in that game, like four and four, like our deaths and kills put together. But, uh, something like that. We get a message from one of the guys on the enemy team about eight minutes in. (laughs) Hey, don't have six at 10. We want to get the achievement for getting the fire giant at 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember doing that. Freak and I were like, well, fuck. I don't, I don't have that achievement either. I think that's one of the, the, the only two I'm missing at this point. That's like, that's like the only trophy I personally didn't have. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, all right, all right. So Freak just sends him a message back. Well, stop killing us then. They stop fighting us. But 10 minutes, we go to the fire giant. Freak's kind of like hiding back a little bit. I'm sitting no, at the, I already know the pyromancer. Yep. And I'm just jump spamming like I'm fucking friendly on shock, right? And the thing gets low and I just one, two, and then fucking right into the alt, steal the fucking fire giant. And we immediately have sex. Oh, no. <laughs> immediately have <laughs> sex. <laughs> Freak's running up there. He dropped his banner too. He legit alted on Hachiman to get up there in time to like drop the banner on it to help me steal it. <laughs> Dude, it was so perfect. And yep. then the immediate, like, we're done. I think we. Didn't we kill three of them too? I, I, I thought no, we killed no, two no. Or we three picked of up them. we picked up one kill when I ulted because they like killed Fire Giant and him no. at the same time. That's what evened us up. But that, that was thing so chunks. fucking great. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry, we're scumbags. We apologize. No, I, did you get the awesome. achievement? <laughs> oh, we got the achievement. Yeah, we. I got it. Oh, there you Hell go. Yeah. I. I've I've officially <laughs> platinum smite. Thanks for the achievement. <laughs> I think the only one I didn't have was. Uh, was it Final Form or whatever? I think that's the only achievement I didn't have on Smite. It's like you got to kill five people with the same ability. It's like a silly ability. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I got lucky on, uh, was it Cuckoo Clan one time and got that. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a fucking pentakill off of one ability. It's insanity. 
Thank you, Sella. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how I got mine. All right, boys. Well, do we want to cover games or do we want to get right into the meat of this podcast? Let's keep going I mean, for the meat. Yeah, let's get some meat. I have meat cooking right now, so no, you've made me hungry. Ooh. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> what you cooking? Yeah, what fun you cooking? fact for you, that's the that's the other half of my well, other one one hundredth of my streaming career, uh, cooking streams, teaching oh. gamers how to feed themselves, not shit. Um, I am <laughs> cooking a sous vide coffee rub, New York strip with mac and cheese. Oh. So it is going to be <laughs> the the follow up with mac and cheese. Just kind of the like, mac and oh, cheese God damn, is what fancy. Makes it I see this on well, a, sorry, oh, with, mac and cheese. with smoked Gouda mac and cheese. Oh, sorry, okay, that's there fancy. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, hey, do you hear that, Fro? We're going to rate this house for dinner. <laughs> yeah, <at HRX>. right? <laughs> you have no idea how many people have said that to me. They're like, they're like, when's the uh, what's the party at your place? By the way, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Let right? me just invite a hundred people from the internet over for a steak. Uh, <laughs> oh hell yeah. <laughs> After party, Rathan's house, that Saturday of HRX. Let's go. <laughs> See you there, guys. See you there. Yeah. He's only 20 so, minutes wait, away. Wait, we can how what if what if we threw it at our Airbnb so you didn't have to worry about damages or nothing? Uh hey, look, I, I'm willing to take the you. risk. <laughs> look, as long as no nobody knows where I live and nobody breaks my shit, I'm good. There hey, you you're go. good. Airbnb, we're gone in a few days, so it doesn't matter. Hey, freak, you're gonna go ahead and pay for the insurance on that, right? Yeah, that's that's fine, buddy. I got you. <laughs> all right, all right. Thanks, thanks. That's all you. I mean, partying with like Raythan and possibly weekend stuff like that. Let's I go. I see what this is. This is a this is a back channel. This is a ploy. You guys just want to you guys just want to hang out with the five head. The five head. Whoa. <laughs> all right, explain that because I don't get that reference there. Weekend supposedly is a huge forehead, according to everybody on the internet. Oh, oh, derp. <laughs> I've yeah, heard that, that before. That's kind of the meme. <laughs> I I I have much harsher words for the way I describe him. <laughs> As most friends usually do for their friends for some reason. Oh, Eight absolutely. foot GI Jane looking motherfucker. I love it. I mean, I I do have to admit, we will clip weekend, that and send I'm a jungle. I'm a jungle main. Mm -hmm. Weekend practically taught me everything I know oh, about yeah, the jungle, so he is. He's kind of a smite idol for me. I can't lie. He's. A, I think it's another thing that's funny that most people don't understand is that he's like one of the best guys in the smite scene. Like he, everybody thinks he's a jerk for some reason. It's so funny, but he ends people up people don't like, like the truth when someone says you make a mistake and tell you why. Yeah, they exactly. Just straight get offended and take it as a personal attack. Now, granted, yep. I understand sometimes his wording's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing right there? But yep. I have friends like Freak, so I understand when someone's like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? They're not like, hey, you dumbass, this is what you're a fucking idiot, blah, blah, blah. They're literally just asking, what are you doing? Like, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people it's take like it a, as an attack. You're better than this. Oh, I've I've said that to my to my viewer. I've been like, guys, come on. Like, you you know better than this. You... You know, you've, you know better than this. Like, I mean, it's, it's really all it boils down to is like you, you've watched me for long enough to see me make this mistake a hundred times. You can't be doing it yourself. And it's definitely different, but, um, you know, when you're actually playing and you got a whole bunch of other things to worry about, but yeah, no, he's, I mean, uh, I was there at battle and brew when he saw some kid playing smite, went over, said hi, kid was freaking out. And then he sat down and coached this kid through an entire game in the jungle, helping him out. 
um, you know, just kind of, we were, we were just there grabbing drinks. Um, and, um, you know, but anyway, I think he gets way too, he gets way more shit than he deserves. That's for sure. Well, that's kind of his thing, right? Like somebody's got to be the heel, you know, and he's fine. That's with true. It. He doesn't give a shit. Somebody's got to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, that's kind of how I am with our little crew that we play with. Like, if you make a mistake, I will straight up call you out on it. But I expect you to do the same to me. For sure, for sure. But see, I'm I'm more of the type that'll send you a well-structured email that you can't argue against. <laughs> that's why that's I uh, that's why I mute everybody in my Discord when I play with them. <laughs> I'm only, only me allowed to do the yelling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. We were playing last night, and I I wasn't yelling about something. I was like, "What are you doing, you motherfucker?" And um. One of my buddies was like, in, he and I played together forever. Um, was like, yeah, well, you did this and this and this, and we were just both like, okay, well, we we could have played that better. We could, you know, just like, <laughs> yeah, yep. you know, it's it's funny when you got a, a relationship like that with somebody where you can yell and they'll yell back, and you guys will both, uh, you know, I don't want to say learn from it because, but you know, so it's fun yeah, having that, somebody that... call you out on your shit. That's basically me and Fro. We can literally yell at each other, curse at each other, call each other every name in the book. But at the end of it, we're like, all right, we're both plebs. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> got it. <laughs> we should uninstall the game. <laughs> I got real serious with somebody the other day. It was a good, another good buddy of mine. And we were both, we were playing a casual conquest and you know, he's raging in chat and we're raging at each other and you, you know, move yourself and why did you rotate and all that shit and uh then i finally was like fuck we need to fix this by next week's pro game or we're never gonna make it to the world championship (laughs) if all of us had a good laugh and it was over if we keep playing like this we're never gonna make worlds yeah right (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome all right so rathan yeah what's going on can we hit you with a little controversy? Ooh, I love you up that. for it? You, yeah, you might not like my opinion on it because I, I tend to be very passionate about what I talk about. But go for it. What well, do you got? we're we're very we're very neutral here okay. at the battleground. Now our our fans might not be, but we are. Mm-hmm. Big controversy right now with the whole El Chapo thing. Uh-huh. Most people listening to this, I don't think I even need to explain it. So I'm not gonna. Yep. What's your opinion on it? Uh, I think it is the most overblown, over-talked-about piece of Reddit garbage drama uh, that has ever come out of the internet. It's like couldn't agree more. You you look at <laughs> you look at Chapo, who streams consistently, who tries to help make people better, who answers people's questions, who tries to help people out with their fitness and their lifestyle and their goals and their health, and has always been a you know a positive voice in the community. And the guy has one bad night and you want to skewer him and pin that on him, then there's, there's VODs of me. It, it doesn't happen often. And, you know, we'd be talking about this way more frequently than we do. But, like, everybody gets a night, right? Everybody has a bad night. Everybody has a bad couple of games. Something's just not working. You're not feeling yourself. You're not feeling your team. You get a couple of shitlords in a row. You know, it's it, it, it happens. And, you know... Does it suck when it happens? Yeah. Is it out of character? Yeah. I mean, I have legitimately stopped streaming in the middle of a game and just like hosted somebody else and got offline um, because I was, you know, really frustrated with my team and losing 
Um, it generally, it happens the most when I play against people I know, um, cause I want to stomp them cause I'm competitive, but I mean, it, <laughs> it, you know, everybody has those rage quit moments, uh, where you just can't take it anymore and you gotta, you gotta stop. Um, it just sucks that the camera was rolling for his, I mean, that we were, you know, we were talking about this the other day and if all he had done was just click stop recording and then post it on Twitter, Hey, my power went out. Like we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Right. I think you brought up a good point right there when you're like, is it out of character? Yes. Like, like it's 100% saying, out of like, character. It's, it's some people have bad days. Now, everyone knows I'm like, in smite wise, like anyone who's ever played with me knows I'm pretty firm about like anyone starts BSing and fucking BMing and all that other bullshit. I'll hit you with a quiet, have fun, like immediately. I don't usually put up with any of that shit. If for whatever reason I'm not in a you know, PlayStation party and can hear the in-game chat and someone starts BMing, I'll get down there and tell me like, dude, you just need to shut up and have fun. Like, relax. I don't normally deal with that, but there's been a time where I've raged quit. I've raged. Like, I've admitted on this podcast one week that I straight up, like, left a game. Like, I was just pissed. Like, my shit kept getting reset and I went to go to solo lane as a Guan Yu and all my shit's not on Instacast anymore. It's on fucking normal cast and I can't hit anything in this Poseidon, which shouldn't be fucking on me, was fucking on me. I was done. I was in a five man, all my friends, all my friends, Freak, Willow, fucking Zorp, Panda, we're all friends. We play together a decent amount. Freak and Willow and I play together all the fucking time and I'm just like, fuck this game and just left. That's so out of character right. for me, but I did it. Very out of character. Oh, I've done it. Everybody's done it. I, I mean, I was home, and I'm not endorsing it. I mean, I'm, a, I'm a piece of shit for doing it, but we've all done it. Um, you know, it's, it's just, it sucks. It sucks, it, especially when you're streaming. I think that's the worst part, right? Is not only are you trying to make it work for you, but you're trying to make it work for your stream. And you know, there's 400 people watching. You know, not, not me, obviously, but. Chapo, there's 400 people watching them, and you never know. That's the other thing is you never know what's going on in somebody's life. I think it, you know we're we're way too quick to judge on on shit like that. And you know what? I, it, it, for as much good as Chapo does for the community, and as good as a guy, I mean, I've hung out with Chapo briefly, not not extensively, outside of um, you know, being in his games, and I've I've hung out with him and had a drink with him at HRX. I mean, he's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet in your entire life, straight up. And so, I mean, you know, I chalk it up to everybody's got a bad day. Everybody, you know, everybody gets one every once in a while. And if you, if you place criticism on somebody for that, then you're not, you're not looking at yourself very well. Well, it just goes to show how bad maybe specifically the smite Reddit is. Cause I saw a post the other day of a guy who I'm I'm brand new to Smite. I'm wanting to learn the game. Does anybody want to group up with me? I'm on the Xbox, and you had people telling him you should uninstall the game. You're bad if you got if you got to ask this question, that question, blah blah blah. See that pisses me. And and you know we'll see. And it got like two upvotes and a handful of comments. But then you go to a post about El Chapo had a meltdown on a stream, blah blah blah, and it's got hundreds of votes hundreds of comments it's like you guys just focus on the negative and that's yeah i mean you're bringing this too much into focus without sounding like too bad or sexist here it's all these fucking guys they they don't they want their fucking soap opera drama but that's got to be about smite right you know no this is relevant and it, it really is just fucking drama they just love drama 
Yeah, well, I mean, it's also it's entertainment, right? Like, I mean, they have to, like, I don't know. Have you ever watched a show and everything was all great and good and nothing bad ever happened and there was no controversy and, you know, Sarah wasn't cheating on Jimmy and all that fun stuff? Like, it's like any TV show. Think of any TV show, any form of entertainment. If there's not contention and controversy, nobody watches it and it's not entertaining, right? So you you naturally seek that those things out. Right. Like you, you, you have to find controversy because it makes what you're doing and what you're watching not boring. You know what I mean? Like the whole ninja streaming with another female, which instantly made him cheating on his wife and they need a divorce. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. No. Well, I mean, I I think he got way more shit than he should have. The internet sucks. The internet's a shitty place. People assume so many things about you, knowing nothing about you and uh, regurgitate as fact. Uh, things that are untrue and he's just shielding himself from that or trying to. And it's, I mean, it probably made it worse. Um, but, uh, no, that, I mean, it's exactly like that, right? I mean, yeah. Made it worse because he actually did what was probably the right move because he was trying to protect his wife from the bullshit. Now he's labeled as sexist. It's like, what the fuck? I, I think that's another thing that, that like people don't get is that like, like, just because you have a platform doesn't mean it's your job to change the world any more than you feel like you have to or you can, right? Like, oh, like, oh, he should stream with every girl now because he's – and I, I don't really want to get into it because I've talked about it ad nauseum. I mean, there's definitely a better way to say what he said um, and a better way to approach what he said, um, you know. It, but, I mean, the message is, like, yeah, if you got a platform, you want to – impact as much positive change as you can but in saying he doesn't play with women because of what the internet thinks says more about the internet than his position on it he doesn't feel like he can casually play with a friend because of how toxic an environment his workplace is think about that right and that's what a lot of people didn't realize that is ridiculous a lot of content creators no matter what platform that is their workplace. That's their job, man. You don't want to ever risk that. You don't ever want to. I mean, you know, you don't want your job to take over your work. I mean, you know, I kind of compared it to like, I don't know, like going out to dinner with a female colleague, right? Like you go out to dinner with a female colleague every night of the week and everybody knows about it. At some point, somebody's going to go, well, shit, he's married. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter you know what the intent of that is it's somebody's going to create the rumor somebody and it's it's wrong it's terrible and it shouldn't be the way it is but unfortunately people suck so i mean i don't know i i think it was a heavy witch hunt on chapo um and i dude you know what for every person that tries to hold him to you know you, you should hold streamers and personalities to a higher standard right because they have the ability to influence change in the people around them but to hold them on this benevolent pedestal is like the worst thing that you could possibly do. Cause we're all human at the end of the day and we're all just doing our jobs, you know? Well, it's like, okay, you want to give Chapo shit for sitting in fountain, but Hindu can go hammer somebody's keyboard in the middle of a game and everybody laughs. <laughs> it's like, calm down. Well, people. It, yeah. <laughs> well, that that was right. all. Yeah. I mean, I know they're different, but I'm just saying Look, dude, that, that, that match was everybody like calm down. WWE wrestling show, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah it was, yeah. <laughs> you know, the fucking fire giant the being stole by the spiders. <laughs> I know. Right. Like that's, 
you know, it's that that is a, a an entertainment platform. That's not somebody's stream. I think that's the difference. But I, anyway, I think it's a witch hunt, and I, I I don't see anything wrong with it. It sucks. It probably sucked for his teammates, but my guess is is that they probably play three or four hundred games a month, and uh, they'll get over it. Yep, one game. <laughs> All right, so that's the Twitter controversy. What do we got next there, Depp? We're going to school. Battleground University recovering Ares this week. Oh, God of Bane. War. Mm. The bane of my existence. <laughs> I fucking love Ares. <laughs> oh, he's real good, but uh, let's start off with his passive Blessed Presence. Uh, each completed aura item that Ares owns grants him 30 additional magical power. Oh, is it 30? I thought it was more than that. It is 30. You wish. Yeah. <laughs> right? I if it was more than 30, like then all auras <laughs> would be the way to play. Sure. His uh, first ability, Shackles. It's a projectile that affects your enemy. Chains extend from Ares' shield, doing damage to all enemies in its path. Hitting a god shackles them to Ares, cripples them, preventing movement abilities, dealing the same damage every second while slowing them by 15% and buffing Ares. While shackled, Ares can fire another chain for free within two seconds. So the minion damage is 70, scaling up to 150 with 15% of your magical power. God damage per tick is 25, up to 105, plus 15%. The speed buff per target shackled is 15%. The duration is 4 seconds, max shackles 3. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty wild. Like yeah. reading through all that it does, like that is wild. Yeah, I mean the the, the chains are are the linchpin to everything about Ares, right? Um, I think uh, it's the most useful, the hardest to hit, and probably the least understood ability in his entire kit. That's a good um, way of putting it, really. You know, you see a lot of people. They're like, "Oh, I got somebody who's rooted chain, 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 right?" And what you don't realize is, oh, they shotgun Ares. That's what I call it. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's not just about shotgunning it. It's um, there's very specific timing around getting the most damage out of your chains, and it involves you consistently setting up your shots. And also, I feel for anybody who tries to play this god on console because it's impossible. Um, yeah, it's you're not easy. you're basically it's you're basically <laughs> it's very part. difficult. Um, yeah, it's you want to get an auto attack off between your chains. I mean, that's really if you're if you're worried about your timing, if you can chain auto chain auto chain, you're pretty much getting the most damage off that you can, um, which will you know help you trap those targets. The problem is is that they have a chance to beads or move away or uh, get heavenly or something like that. So you know, be get, the the longer after your first chain that you fire the second one. Um, the more of a chance or the harder it is to hit, um, but you know, the more damage you do. Right. So it's all about it. I, I mean, when it comes down to playing areas, the only thing I would say is, is practice your shackles. Um, everything else is just, you know, it, the rest of his kits just easy. Yep. Speaking of the rest of his kit bolster defenses, Ares strengthens the defenses of himself and all nearby allies, granting protections and reducing crowd control durations. 
for each shackled enemy, the protection buffs are increased. So it affects himself and allies, has radius 35, protections granted 20 to 40, CC reduction is 10 up to 30%, lifetime 8 seconds, and the shackle bonus is 7. Yeah, uh, that is huge. Um, it's, uh, that, that is, this ability is probably, uh, I don't want to say it's my favorite because I like doing damage and being a jerk, but, um, you know, it, it, I think it takes a lot to really effectively use this ability because people always tend to chain the same targets in late game team mm -hmm. fights, um, mm -hmm. especially when they're diving. But, you know, if you think about it, right, maximum protections, if I can get three chains off, for eight seconds, or I guess it would be four, because shackles only last four. Um, right. For four seconds, while I have bolster defenses up, my team is getting as many protections as a mantle of discord. Um, you know, I, I don't think people put this ability um, in terms of what defensive items you're getting somebody. But as a jungler, as a mid laner, if you had an ability, if you had the ability to equip a seventh item and you equipped a mantle, how much tankier do you get, right? Um, you know, at a minimum, if you just hit the two without having anybody shackled, it's a spirit robe instantly um, at max protections, right? Spirit robe is 40, 40 uh, protections. I think it's 30% CC reduction. Um, I could probably go look, but it's basically 20, I think. 20, but yeah. yeah. Is okay, yeah. So it's better than a spirit robe hitting your two every fight for eight seconds. That's pretty freaking good when you consider that's it. That's right? real strong. Yeah. Um, and console players do not take advantage of it. I think the reason it gets underrated a lot is because a lot of people they just look at Ares as the alt bot, so they just hit the two before sure. they go in an alt, so they're more they have more protections, which can be done. But like you said, to get the most effect out of it, maybe you shouldn't. Um, I, I don't know that I agree with that because when you, if you two and then blink, right, what's the channel time in your ult? Uh, two and a half seconds. Yeah, two, two something, two and a half. Yeah. All right. So you got two and a half seconds and whether you like it or not, after you blink Aries ult, the, the team fight's starting. It's happening right now and it's going to happen very fast, right? Most team fights I would say are over in the eight to 10 second range tops. Um, some are over even sooner than that, right? One good raw ult puts a, puts a big damper on things. So that big burst where everybody's dumping their abilities, number one, you want to be tanky so you can follow up and shackle, um, <clears throat> and, you know, and put pressure down. Um, uh, number two, if you die, your auras die and your team becomes infinitely less tanky. Um, and three, I mean, okay. So you blink, you, you two, you blink. Let's say it, you know it's a half second between your two and your blink. You still have five seconds of bolster defenses left to buff your team. Um, you know while that follow up is happening, right? Because I mean the shit's gonna hit the fan as soon as you blink and ult. So five seconds, yeah, it's a good bonus. But that right after you ult is when everybody's shit comes out. Um, also, right, this is a family right. podcast. I, I, Let me know. I wasn't I'll saying. Oh, this is definitely <laughs> not a family <laughs> no, podcast. This is this is a goddamn family podcast, right? Then how fucking dare you? God. Don't say fuck in front of the V I E W E R S S viewers. Um, they're listeners over here. Uh, touche, touche. 
<laughs> listeners yes exactly yeah I, I wasn't saying that like you shouldn't ever do that or anything like that i was just saying like maybe depending on the situation you want to save that for after you actually blink alt and chain someone then you could do that to give more defenses there's i'm just saying a lot of people seem to think you can only two before you blink alt whereas it has yeah i would say if you're if that. you're blink alting i would two every time um i think if you're slow engaging like you roll up on somebody on a buff or something like that and you're not going to alt them um, then I would work your chains and then two. Um, but like, I mean, if you think about it, right, like if I'm Aries is so vulnerable after he blinks, like he's so vulnerable. Oh, no, 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 you no. I, I agree. It is good to blink all and use your bolster defenses beforehand. I, I was just trying to say, like, some people think that is the only use for the bolster defenses is before. Oh, no, call. God, it's no, like it can no. be used way more than that. Sure. And that that's why I think a lot of people think it's kind of a eh ability when really it's fucking good. All right. Absolutely, we absolutely. We got Searing Flesh, his cone ability. Flames pour forth from Ares' shield, engulfing enemies in a cone in front of him, causing damage every 0.5 seconds for 4 seconds. Ares is immune to knockback for the duration. This so the damage ability. per tick is 15 up to 35 plus 7% of your magical power and it does a percentage math max health per tick. Math health. Uh, Hell yeah. Math health. It maths mm-hmm. your health in percentages. The ability level 1 and 2 is 1%. Ability level 3 and 4 is 2% and at max rank it does 3% of your max health per tick. Every 0.5 seconds for 4 seconds. So that could be up to 24% of your maximum health. Oh, yeah. That is the big boy ability. Um, Yeah, this does damage. Hit people with it. You're immune to knockbacks. Um, But usually what happens is you hit your chains and then you follow up the flames. Um, Slow them first and then burn them down. Um, I think uh, leveling order here is important. Um, I typically, but I'm a jerk. Um, I don't level my two at all until I'm done leveling my one and my three for this exact reason, right? Um, the, just the bonuses you get off the shackles, God damage, um, and the slows and everything is too good. And then the searing flesh, getting that up to max rank is really important. Really, uh, really, really early. Right. So like Uller, you know how you don't max this two until you're done with everything else. Uh, with on Aries, it's like one, one, three, one, three, one, three, one, three, one, three, and then maybe I'll get to my two. Um, just because you just pump out so much damage so early. You hear that, Willow? You hear that, motherfucker? Don't roast me for doing that ever again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it depends, right? I mean, Ar- the the thing about Aries is just as a, as the god is, uh, he is the worst god to try and play from behind. Um, and so at that point, you know, if you're behind and you're I don't want to say alt botting, but if you're, um, you know, just super, super, super far behind and trying to get back into the game, um, you know, trying to be a benefit to your team and leveling up your two and your searing flesh, I think is probably better just because, you know, if you're doing max health per tick and damage per tick, you're still outputting damage if that's maxed out and you're still providing protections to your team and you can always be an alt bot later. Um, you know, so Ares is definitely one of those guys where I, I would situationally level different things. Um, if I'm getting my ass beat, I might need the prots from the two, but generally not. Makes sense. Makes sense. 
Mm-hmm. Well, we've mentioned it several times now, but Ares has an ultimate no oh, escape. Mm. He throws his chains out to all enemy gods, and in an area around him, all enemies hit by the chains are pulled to Ares after 2.5 seconds, taking damage and are stunned. So radius 35, this is the same radius as his bolster defensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, damage goes from 200 up to 500, plus 40% of your magical power, and it is a one-second stun. Right, yeah. So- uh, this is the meat and potatoes of Ares' kit. I mean, real well, it's not, actually. I, I take that back, but this, this is what everybody, all the new players think of is like the only benefit to Ares, um, for sure. Go ahead, Frost. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I was I was just gonna meme anyways and tell everyone that if they want to optimize damage on this, they need to make sure that they run up in a split second before they blink alt, get hit by a minion archer, alt, absolutely fucking nobody, and just stand in place. And that's how you optimize this alt right here. It's the best. Yeah, so if you if you ever whiff an Ares alt, it is tradition um uh to do two things. Or actually it's really do one thing. Um, but a series of two things. Uh, when you land, uh, rotate your camera around as if you're looking for something and you can't find it, and then walk straight into a tower. Model. Yep, don't move your character model and walk straight into a tower and kill yourself uh, because you've uh, you just that's it. Well, because <sighs> there's a tear in my eye. Yeah. You got to do it. You have to do it. I've done it. <laughs> We've all done it. You got to do it. Fountain. The fountain's even better. Um, if I whiff any blink, that's my standard like reaction is just stop mm-hmm. turn around let them just start attacking me finally just run at him until i die it's yep. good stuff <laughs> uh this this is probably i mean i don't know that it's still it it's becoming less and less of the best setup ability in the game um just because of how much cc immunity there is out there now magi's is really popular everybody buys beads almost every single god now has a CC immune alt of some kind. Um, so really what I, I... I think everybody feels like they have to use this to get like a big five-man alt into a raw alt. Nobody's got beads, blah, blah, blah. You know, everything like that. It's just never going to happen that way. Um, this is a really good ability for neutralizing threats, right? So if I know Scylla's beads are down... <clears throat> and I alter for absolutely no reason. <clears throat> Excuse me. She has to use her alt to get away or I'm going to kill her, right? Flat out, I'm going to cripple her, I'm going to kill her. So if I'm about to take a team fighter, if we're about to take an objective, and I could plan a couple of you know minutes in advance, I could say, okay, you know what? I don't, you know, everybody's got CC immune alts. They've all got their beads. Scylla doesn't have hers, but she's been fragging everybody. Um, I'm going to blink alter. And just get her alt out so the next time we fight, I don't have to worry about it because she's the one doing all the damage. Um, yeah, if you catch somebody unaware and they just use their alt, like she just ulted and she had the beads because somebody knocked her up, then yeah, great. You know, that's that's a perfect time to look for an Ares alt. Um, but for the most part, I like using Ares alts early in engagements to get out a whole shitload of actives, to get out, you know, because everybody, as soon as you go up in the air and they got a t- chain attached to them, everybody's th- first thought is, oh, fuck, Right. So they have to do something, yep. and if it's dump an ability, if it's dump a, a relic, that's one more thing that you get to f- you get to have as an advantage against them in the next team fight. And I think that's particularly important because it speaks back to what we were talking about 
earlier with his other abilities, which is that just because you don't have your ult up, you could still be impactful. I, pe- I think people get really hung up on that like they do with Thor, uh, where they're like, oh, my ult's not up. Like, I, I'm useless, right? Um, you know, if you get good enough with your one, two, three on Ares, it doesn't matter if you blink in and you get everybody's alts out and everything like that. As soon as you blink in, everybody's terrified that a raw alt's coming, that a Thoth alt's coming, Scylla, whatever, right? So they're going to have to do something, and you just need to be able to follow up on top of that. All right, what what happens next when I hit the ground, right? I guess that's that's the best advice I can give anybody is don't just hang on to your alt to try and use in big team fights. Um, and then uh, use it in big team fights, but not necessarily to secure a kill for your mage. Yeah, I mean, as an assassin player, I'm more scared of an Ares one three combo than I am his ult. I- I'm scared of his ult. Don't don't get it twisted. But I'm more scared of that one three combo. Absolutely, there is nothing worse than having your movement ability down or your bees down or something like that, and coming around a corner and catching one Ares chain to the face, and then he just runs you down and it's over. Um, see, his ult scares me in team fights, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, man. At any point, this guy can grab us, and we're all just screwed or whatever. His right. his 1-3 just scares me. Like, when Ares just starts running at you, it's just terrifying. Especially when he hits that first chain, it, it is such a, oh, my God, here we go. Yeah, you're, like, already buying items back at, yeah, at, back exactly. at in your head. You're like, how much gold do I got? I'm going <laughs> to be able to spend it in just a second now. <laughs> All right, so we covered how to play him a little bit. We usually also like to cover uh, some pretty standard items on gods, too. Sure. Uh, I I have two build paths that I use that are... Um, one I'll call my offensive build path, which is what I use 90% of the time because I just want to... When I play... My Ares is my stress relief god, so I play Ares just a. It, I, I either am gonna get farmed 0 and 10, or I'm gonna be like 15 and 0. Um, there is no in between. I just W key mm, people. Yeah, that um, sounds like it. And then there's there's that build, and then there's what I call like the intelligent build, um, which is you know you want to be useful to the team and everything like that. Um, so I mean, if you're down with that, I can I can tell you both of those. Absolutely. Uh, I'm interested. Uh, The frag out build is your start is Guardian's Blessing Tier 1 Boots. reason you do that is a lot of people are starting, especially on Hunters, T1 Devos. It means you can basically run them down, especially after you hit them with your chains, um, and beat the hell out of them. Um, Don't ever discount how much damage your auto attacks do on this god. Um, and, And being able to just smack, you know, an Artemis in the face over and over and over again is, uh, is definitely valuable. Um, so T1 boots, guardian's blessing, three health, three multi pots. Um, the second you start fighting, you should be popping those health and multi pots at the beginning of the fight. Cause you're going to take damage from the minions, um, and just slap the holy hell out of everybody. Um, I like to come through the jungle. <laughs> uh, I like to come through the jungle usually with my ADC and, um, and go after their, their ADC as, as fast as possible just to start the game off. Uh, at a minimum, you poke them out and you get lane pressure. Ares is not known for his minion wave clear, um, so it's really important that you beat the pants off of somebody in lane before the minions spawn. Um, when I play Ares, you'll, if you watch my stream, I rush my items and I get out the lane as quick as possible so I can just you know spend that time trying to work off people's pots and things like that. Um, my uh, build for aggression is pen boots. 
Mystic Mail, uh, Voidstone, Sovereignty, Heartward, and Mantle. Uh, and there's a very good reason for all of that. Um, one Aries with Pen Boots, Mystic Mail, and Voidstone is an absolute killing machine. Um, you will be top damage for the first 20 minutes of the game if you can successfully land your abilities with that. Um, it's just super, super, super strong. Um, the Sovereign Heart Ward is more for your team, but you know, obviously secondary, he gets a little power out of that. Uh, if you haven't snowballed off of those first three items by then, um, you know, don't, <laughs> then you did something wrong. <laughs> Um, Sovereign Hardware pretty standard. And then the mantle is obviously, um, you know, how do I impact the team fight? I'm blink alting in, uh, and I'm going to get fried as soon as I land because, you know, the raw is going to alt me or, or something like that's going to happen. Um, that mantle proc to either save your own skin or create some more CC for your team is always super valuable. Um, and then late game, like late, late, late game, I'll trade out my, um, mystic mail for a spirit robe and my boots for cooldown boots, uh, just so I can, get my abilities off quicker and have 30 percent cdr yeah because uh, late game aries doesn't have the cr- i mean he still has damage but yeah not he's not nearly as punchy as he is type damage yeah right exactly he's a snowball shit stomp god and you know if everybody's level 20 and everybody's got 3k pots it's like okay you need a little bit more defense so you can survive the burst and you want cooldown so your alt's always up uh so you're burning actives and abilities and actually really what it comes down to is activating your two more often uh, in team fights that are dragging out, um, which is is also important, right? If you're if you're constantly, you know, three chains to use your three. By the time you're done with that, your chain should be off cooldown, and your tool will be coming up, you know, shortly after that. So it's all about rotating those abilities in. For me, you get a purple pot and you get full CDR, um, and you're good. Uh, my so, yeah, second that- build. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say that that mantle also helps a lot with Ares too, because he's, he's like, he burns their CC immunity, whether it's beads or whatever the fuck, ultimate Changa two, Ravana two. And, and that extra stun just really helps, especially like if you go to blink and alt and you're already kind of like a little low in the first place. And then they start smacking you to try to burn you down and you just stun them. Well, fuck maybe they beads too early then. And then now you get them with the pull or maybe now they just, don't get time to activate their Aegis beforehand, or it, it just really helps just add more to his his frustration. Sure. His, 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 his beads burning, basically. Yeah, and, if, and if you're, if you get a good blink off, right, and you're getting fried by their ADC and their, their mage, right, and you're standing right next to them, and you know their beads are down, like, you can say something. You'd be like, guys, I'm about to get, I'm, I'm getting chunked. My mantle's going to go off. It's a big stun. It's like a two-second stun. Go, go, go. I mean, they'll probably be DR'd at that point, but, um, you know, it's just another opportunity for your team to take advantage of somebody standing still. Like, and that's, that's super important. All right. Let's hear your, like your other one though. Uh, all right. So my second build and I'll call it my like defensive build, but it's kind of just less aggro, more team play. Um, and usually I'll make the decision by the time I buy my boots, right? If I go the pen boots route, I'm going damage. If I go the, well, actually, it's usually by the time I buy Mystic Mail. Um, yeah, and, and really, it's based on my laning, right? Like, if we're getting pressured out, we're kind of even, or they've killed us a couple of times, cooldown boots, period. End of discussion. Um, you know, it's all about poke. More chains you get out the door, the more damage you're going to do to try and, you know, push them out. Um, 
quicker your abilities are off cooldown, more mana pool. Um, you know, get cooldown boots. Uh, second thing is going to be Sav. I'm not a big fan of Thebes uh, anymore at all. I think, um, you know, especially on Ares, I think people, people have a tendency to build Thebes on Ares uh, just out of, I don't know, commitment to the auras. Um, Thebes is not a good item on Ares because you don't get the extra power until you fully stack the Thebes, right? So whereas I could, if you have an Ares that's got a Thebes and you have an Ares that's got a Sav and Heart Ward, well, which one's doing 30 more power? Right? Which one's got 30 more power, right? So if you're really trying to rush that early game, if you're really trying to get that advantage early on Ares and turn them into a monster, why are you going to delay your power any further by going Thebes? Um, I think it's just a trash item on him. Um, but that that's my opinion. Again, I'm not a pro player. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, just so everybody knows, because we do have some new players Raythan's talking about on Thieves, you have to get stacks, and you don't get that passive until you're done building your stacks. Well, it doesn't become a completed aura, which is the requirement right. for Ares passive to kick in. Um, so he doesn't get the power until you finish stacking the item. You also do uh, not get Ares passive on T2 items that give an aura, such as Rod of Healing or on the Wardstone. Stone, yeah, Wardstone, yeah. Yeah, and so... Um, so my preference is to always rush those two early game auras. One, they've got great stats on them. Health, HP 5, defense, MP 5. Um, yeah, they're, they're just two awesome items. They help your team. Uh, I typically rush Sav because uh, right now the most impactful uh, junglers are all physical-based. And having a Sovereignty is going to stop you know ganks. It's going to give you HP 5 to stay in lane. Um, I, I think Sav is one of the best items right now for supports. Um, and it gives Ares power, right? So between cooldown boots, which is like what, 45 power and a Sav and Heart Ward, you're looking at hundred power on Ares, right? So you can do all the math on his abilities, but it's pretty significant, right? Um, and so it's still not a bad build for him for aggression, but it gives you more defense and sustain and, and things like that. Um, my fourth item is always situational, right? Um, if their physical gods are fragging, uh, I'll build a Midgardian male usually, um, which prevents, uh, it, I mean, it's health, it's defense. And if somebody uses auto attacks, uh, like, um, actually, I mean, it's really anybody that uses auto attacks, uh, they get slowed and their attack speed gets reduced. It's really good for countering hunters. Um, it can be good for countering some, uh, physical junglers, but basically I look at the board and I say, okay, which, members of their team are the biggest threat to me as an individual. Um, if it's their magic damage, I'll go Voidstone. If it's um, their physical damage, I'll go a Midgardian. Um, and then my fifth item is usually whichever one of those two I didn't build, right? Voidstone is still a very good item, uh, even late. It's health. Uh, it's uh, protection shred. Well, I guess it's not really shred, but it reduces the, the, the magical protections of your enemies. So if you have a mid laner who's late game, or a mid laner who's ahead, it'll make them do even more damage. It gives you power. It gives you the aura. Um, it's almost a must buy on Ares. Um, Not to mention and then, in Conquest, if you're picking up that purple buff, it fucking stacks. For oh that. yeah. And how the purple buffs stack, because now people are aware of that. If you have you know two purple buffs and the Voidstone late game, that's that's helping a lot, a lot more than you'd realize. Yeah, big time. Which I know and that it, that is kind of situational to have the two, but to have the one aura or the 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 purple buff and the void stone, that's I mean that's not 
that's going to happen. So, I mean, it's, it's nice. <laughs> Might as well be a Magus. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a pretty powerful item, especially when you, when you combine it with, like, a, a full team fight and that aura. Um, if you get two of those auras, I mean, you're, you're golden. I mean, people are basically paper at that point. Um, and... Uh, and then you know I finished with the mantle of discord for the same reasons I outlined earlier, right? You wanna you want that defense. Um, I probably wouldn't change too much about that. Um, you know, late game, uh, you could probably shift some items around if you're getting bopped. If you're getting CC'd really hard, you can trade out the mid guardian for a spirit robe if you want, um, just for the extra cooldown. And uh, spirit robe has a passive on it where if you get CC'd, you get extra protections. So. Um, more effective the more of those that you have um but uh, i wouldn't change too much about that build for sure so when i'm like 10 and 2 and my team are like 15k gold ahead of the enemy team my last item gem iso was that a bad idea uh i would build that fourth <laughs> fourth. fourth item gem oh ISO. all right i mean if all i'm right. being straight right. up and honest if with you gonna... if i'm that far ahead uh, Gem of Iso is such an underrated item if you think about it, right? It's crowd control reduction, it's health, it's power, and it's a passive where people are basically rooted if you hit them with another slow, like Aries Chains, right? So, that, that, you know, you listening? We talked about this last yeah. week. Gods with a built-in slow. Iso's good. But yeah. again, this is this is if you're way, way, way far ahead. So if you think right, about it, right, right, between Gem of Iso and your two, you've got like 50% C- CCR reduction, um, you know, depending on what stage of the game you're in. Um, and you know, a, a passive on the item where they basically can't move. So if you roll up on someone and you hit them with one chain, forget three chains, you hit them with one chain, they're toast. Perfect. I just wanted to ask an Aries main to solidify my decision. I made a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, last item, fourth item, you know, it, it's one of those things where you like, you shouldn't ever feel bad about buying it when you're way ahead and you should never feel bad about selling it when you need more defense when the other team inevitably catches up right these games are going 45 minutes most of them so um you know if you want to try and push an early lead the only the only caution i'll ever say on any of these items where you're you're a tanky god and you're building damage is that is if you're really truly unstoppable building a non-defensive item is the advantage your opponent needs to shut you down right if you keep building defense at that point if you go spirit robe if you go a mantle or you know at your fourth item slot right you're now you're just straight up unkillable so unless you are hard 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 carrying uh or you're just that far ahead where if you die it's really not that big of a deal um you know i i'd be cautious using it because you know it's like like people would do it on shock, right? They're like way ahead and they'll build a trans or a Jotun's or something like that. And I'm like, great. You know what? That means that when I get my, tr- you know, I get my Titans main online or I get my, my pen online, you I'm going to just problem with me buying him. that on shock here, bud. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that I'm going to look for that and be like, okay, this guy doesn't have nearly as much defense as he should. He's ahead, but he's killable now. Right. And so that's, no, no. When, when I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just amongst our group of friends, I'm the guy who I take shock jungle. I take shock sure. mid, and I go fucking full blaster. But when I don't ever just switch up, I either go full blaster or defense. Like, I was just joking. Because I, I do buy trans and yotans on shock more than the average person because, dude, shock jungle, it's fun. Sure, it's if you do it in the jungle, sure. But if you're, like, if you're a soul laner and you're three levels up and, you know, I'm... 
you're three levels up in your lane. I'm two levels down on you, and you build a Jotuns, and I'm a Thor, or I'm a Mercury, oh, or somebody like that. I'm like, sure. okay, he's he's killable now, right? And that's that's what means the most. Yeah, yeah. Like I was just joking because you pick shock and <laughs> just brought that up. Yeah, right. <laughs> I got I got me a star. I'm on picking shock. on you. I, yeah. So I guess what what's the last thing we like to cover here, boys? How to counter if you got an Aries really dicking on you? What can you do to kind of help yourself out a little bit here besides the obvious beads and we have mentioned cc immune alts for his alt but what what what, what else you got uh beads magis uh which you know gives you a, a get out of jail free card on his chains and his alt um i would also say wards um you know i, I think everybody preaches about wards so i think it's especially important with areas because if you just know where he is at all times, he's not a threat, right? I mean, you know, don't get in range of his chains. It's really it, right? When he sits out of combat for a little bit, spread out. You know, if he's if he's attacking minions, he's not a threat. Stay out of range of his chains. Um, and then uh, I, I think the other thing is heavenlies. Yeah, so heavenlies. I heard you mentioned sprint earlier. Yeah, they they kind of fucking in areas because if you think about it, right? Like n- the big hard to hit, but really rewarding part of his kid is his chains. And if you're finding a way to make it more difficult for him to hit those, he's not going to. So two heavenlies on your team, I would say is pretty valuable. Um, yeah, that, that's about it. I think it's, you know, positioning really is, is what it comes down to. Right. You if can I afford a, a spirit robe in your build, that's also pretty solid because his cripple will, activate the yep. passive and the passive is up on a relatively short cooldown. I think it's like 13 or 15 seconds. Sorry. So that'll yep. help if you get altered by him, that'll help mantles. I find if you can afford that again, depending on who you're playing work. All right. Cause he changed, you, you start getting flamed. He's killing you. Boom. You, you silence him out of his flames, which his flames are a lot of damage. Yep. Yeah. Silences are good. Fun. I think, um, saving your interrupts for when he's, uh, most likely to do his most damage is, is also good too. I mean, for example, like, right, like if I'm a Kumba and he gets a chain off on me and I mez him and I don't touch him, you know, he's done. He can't, he can't do anything. And then if I root him, you know, when he's trying to flame me down, you know, you counter a lot of his damage that way. Um, anything you could do to interrupt the majority of his damage, uh, I think is a good thing. You know, Sylvanas, right? You think of it like Sylvanas, like if I'm trying to defend my, my ADC, right? Sylvanas, okay, he starts using his chains. I throw my one and I root him, right? Great, he's rooted, but he's still going after my ADC. He starts using his flames. Well, if I give him a pull, then that interrupts him again. Again, hard to hit abilities, but um, that's the way you should be thinking about it. Is not necessarily how can I use my, how can I use my abilities to fight against Daenerys? You want to be really focused on how can I use my abilities to shut down his damage? Because you never, ever, ever want to go toe to toe against Daenerys in lane. You know, if both of your intentions is to fight, because he'll kill you, he'll double kill you. <laughs> you ain't wrong. See me, I love movement speed on my junglers. Yeah, and that all pretty much. I try and fall. bait out. I. Sorry. I well, yeah, I'm just saying. I try to bait out Aries chains. Like I, I try. Come on, chain me, chain me, and then try and make a miss. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got to do that, right? I mean, you gotta, you gotta. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the best things you could do is bait out Aries chains and then start a fight right afterwards, right? It's like somebody yeah, using. Yeah. Yeah, you know, one of his chains right at the edge of it. 
the range and then just back out so it doesn't do hardly any damage and now he can't hit anybody else or sure. something like that. Winged blades are great for that. Um but yeah, I mean it's a lot of you know, just not not putting yourselves in positions where you can do that. Um I, I guess the other thing is is know the intent of every area. The intent of every area should be to fight at all times. Um that's the way they designed them. His kit works very well to that effect. Uh he wants to fight you at all times. And of course, there's the classic, you know, when he alts, just focus him down and burn him down the best you can. Uh, I mean, if you see that maybe his blink isn't upgraded yet, and he didn't do his bolster defense like we talked about earlier, well, sure, that's not that much protections. But maybe his, you know, his blink is upgraded, so he gets that extra mitigations. And you saw that bolster defense, and it's level 20, or he's level 20, so it's level 5. He's going to be kind of tanking hard to burn down in his ult, unless everybody concentrates well. So play around that with your team if you're in comms. You know, know whether or not you're going to focus down the Ares when he ults or not, or when he goes in on someone just in general. Yeah, I would say pay attention to what he does big. after he ults. Because if he's just a, a full-blown potato and all he's doing is blink ulting you, like, why are you going to invest your Scylla ult and your Raw ult and things like that? Like, mages with CC immune ults are, like, the bane of Ares' existence because... You know, you, you just, you know, if I line up a Raul, Ares is floating in the air, and I just blast him right before he pulls me. I mean, he's toast, right? So, um, but, you know, if he's not doing anything after he ults, like, why am I going to waste, you know, such an important ability off of him? I, you know, I talked about it earlier. One of my my goals, especially late game as an Ares, is to get your beads and your ults and everything out before my team beats your ass. So just make sure you're not getting baited into that, I guess is what I'm saying. All right, boys. Well, if you don't know how to play Ares by now, I don't think you ever will. <laughs> Absolutely. Watch my stream. I'll teach you. There you go. See? Want to know Ares? You go watch Rathan. That shameless <laughs> plug. Got to do it, right? Oh, man. We, oh, yeah. We love shameless We'll, plug we'll do it at the and... end, too. So don't, <laughs> don't worry too much about it. But I believe some of our listeners have some questions for you. All so... right. Let's do it, man. Let's pull some of these up here. All right, we can. We'll start with the Discord first because those are the true listeners. Oh, all true, right, true. Yeah. Ooh, called out all everyone right, uh, not in our Discord. I agree. Yeah. If if you're not in the Discord but you're listening every week, what are you I'm doing? Just saying you're at the bottom of the ladder. Come hang out. All right. So from Trocabulo, how hard was it to move from console to PC in terms of gameplay? Oh God. Um. It's not yeah, necessarily that it's hard, right? Because you're picking up a game you already know how to play, right? I think the the right word for it is frustrating um, because, and it's frustrating because you're not as good as you know you can be. And what happens is, is that your brain knows what it needs to do, but your fingers don't do it, right? Like, oh shit, I got Sobek plucked. Fuck, I missed my beads. Or god damn it, like I, I didn't hit the button quick enough because I my hand was weird on the keyboard and like you know, you know under no circumstances if you were playing on console would I have ever gotten plucked there. Right? I knew he was coming. He, he did that, you know, that Sobek thing where they zigzag back and forth and then they run at you. <laughs> the, the, the like right? tail wiggle. <laughs> and you you know, and you got your hand on the button the whole time waiting to beads it, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna bait you, motherfucker. Right. And, and and you still get plucked anyway. I think that's the worst part about it is 
um, knowing what you need to do, knowing what needs to happen, and still not being able to execute on it. And it's it's almost like embarrassing, really. <laughs> see, that's see, I started Smite back in the beta on PC, and then I ended up on the PS4, and it was I was kind of the opposite. That's how it was for me. <laughs> oh, exactly. It's like Jesus, how do people use these triggers and like hit their beads? What's oh, going dude, on? I, here? I do that now. I go back to PlayStation. I'm like, fuck this. I mean, you know, the timing of it is a little bit better, but like, ugh. ugh. At least you have an excuse yeah, when you go back to console. Dude, you You're want, like, you yeah, I'm playing on a controller on some yeah. PS4, dude. Feel free to hit us up. We'll troll on some console, man. Dude, I uh, I I have a uh, a console showdown once a month where everybody votes on uh, which console we're gonna play on for console night. There you go. Ooh. Oh, Frel. I'll have to get in I on that. I know that. Just got schooled. I've never seen yeah. three guys so eager to get an ass kicking. <laughs> we're, we're always down. Oh, okay, hold up. It'll have to be separate times because Depp's, he's Xbox pleb. We're, we're PlayStation freaking yes. ah, We're PlayStation You got to stop by for the next one, man. We, we've got a, a crew of us listener, or I guess uh, people in the Discord that all play Xbox together, though. And we got some heavy hitters. You might want to watch out. <laughs> Speaking of those heavy hitters, Coffin Monkey's one of them. Who was the first god you truly fell in love with? Uh, Odin. 100% Odin. I was expecting the Ares. Uh, no, well, because you got to remember, I started on console, right? So everything is difficult, more difficult to hit. Anybody who tells you that shit's True. not hard to hit on console is a liar. Um, They're full of shit. Thank you for at least giving <laughs> and us so, props right there. So we were we were arena mains, and actually, uh, my good friend Rob, um, we would he his first love was Shibalanki. Um mine was Odin. My first diamond, um, just coming out of nowhere with the bird bomb and just landing on people and exploding them, uh, was such a good so, feeling. I mean, so, I remember my so, original. So. I remember my original build. It was. Uh, Boots, breastplate, uh, height of the urchin, Jotun's, um, bulwark, trans. It was the first build I ran, probably for the better part of like six months. All we played was arena. Um, Dude, that sounds just... like a season three build. Just listing that off, I'm like, them were the glory days. Season three, right there. Well, it's arena, right? So you know, you oh, yeah. you get a little bit more leeway there to just fucking dump damage on people. Um, I'm actually looking it up right now, but I'm going to go check and see. I think he's still my highest win rate God on, uh, PlayStation. Let me see here. Win percentage. Uh, he is, but with any substantial, uh, yeah. 65% win rate, 200 games. Oh yeah. That's solid. You know, I, nobody comes even close uh, over 100 games. Actually, I'll pass that. But anyway, but yeah, no, I loved Odin. Um, you know, big circular abilities, easy to hit. Just pub stomp people. It was great. <laughs> All right. So our next question is a little different. It's from our boy, Yuri. Okay. And he asks, what is the worst setup for your favorite god. That's a thinker. <laughs> the worst setup for my favorite god. Well, my, my favorite gods have changed. Um, a little bit. 
you know, I like the Ares now. I mean, I would say the worst setup these days is probably any god with displacement. It's just so fucking frustrating to play with. Um, Hercules, Tear, because they always seem like they're on her. Yeah, even on her, you know. It's just like, like if I'm playing Ares and somebody on her pins somebody out of my chain, I just, uh you know, you nuts. <laughs> if you whereas and you're thinking in your head, you're like, okay, like let me initiate with the chains. When I got them real slow, then you pillar them, right? You throw your pillar up and pin them, um, and then you know we get an easy kill. But it's like I go to hit my chains, and you just you zap them back down the lane like 800 feet, and you're like, Ugh. same thing with tier. I think tier and, and Hercules are just so annoying to play with. Because, you know, especially with a lot of popular gods these days and anything with a skill shot, if you're ready to line some, something up and land something like, oh, the Kuzinbo just used his dash. He doesn't have his ult. We got him slowed. Like, this is an easy Ares chain. Easy Ares chain. I can lock him down. His his dash will be down when it comes up again. I'll still have him crippled. And your Hercules is like, boom! And then you're like, fuck! Like, you know, and then he runs away. You're like, <laughs> I, I think... It's like, no, mine. Yeah, Her, Herkertier <laughs> is probably... Herc more so than Tyr. Can can I ask the next two? Because I, I like sure. I like the polarity here. We had two kind of contradictory ones here. We got okay. one from Katie Cat asking. She says, "I'm going to ask every guest what is the worst voice line in Smite until she gets a sensible answer." And then Coffin Monkey once again, "What is the best voice line in Smite?" And he's going to ask every guest until he gets a insensible answer uh worst line serious best line sarcasm uh the worst line in smite is uh vizier thos woohoo uh which i think he just goes yeah oh that's yeah i spam that shit (laughs) that's definitely the the worst voice line um the best voice line is geb's Geb one, um, woohoo! Uh, the woo. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a big woohoo guy. That's my favorite. He likes the big uh, runner up. Woo-hoo. I think would be I can't remember what skin it's on. Shit. Oh, it's uh the the it's a it's another woohoo. Um, <laughs> I think it's the uh the the like. Doctor Strange Janice, where he just goes, woo, woo. And like, it's like very like frank and excited, but like militant. And it's just kind of funny. <laughs> what else you got? I like it. Well, I, I can't lie from here. We're getting a little, we're getting a little deep. If you, if you're willing to oh, go dude, there, bring it on. All right. And the reason I want to ask this one is because he, Hey, he's, he's huge in our discord. Yeah. He's, like he's our number one. He's helped us with so much. So I'm going to ask it. You might not remember it, but I'm going to ask sure. it for him. He said a few months ago, you were ma- He was matched with you in a couple of conquest yep. games. He was in a party with uh, this guy named gaming Otaku. He's big. Oh, I know. Gaming too. Otaku, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See there. All right. They were matched up and I guess they played against you a couple yep. games. And one of the games was a guy called warlord. When I went to your stream to watch those games, you seem to blow up on them pretty fast. Is that normal for you, or was Warlord special? Uh, there are a number of 
I'm gonna call them special people, but um, like <laughs> special individuals in my stream that uh, I I don't want to say blow up on, but I I have higher expectations of. Uh, one right. is Mousy, um, because he's my cousin, uh, and I I think it actually works out to my detriment when he when I play with him sometimes, because he is uh, I I give him more shit than everybody else. Like period, and I think people just think I'm being mean to one of my viewers, uh, when realistically, like we're related, and you know he's 15 years old, and this is the only way I get to like relate to him, um, you know, because we're so far apart in age, um, you know, so I, I give him shit all the time. Um, and Warlord was another one, and Demon Zerg's another one, um, but both because they know better, and. They do it anyway is the only way I can explain to it. So um, kind of like what we were talking about. Kind of talked about it earlier, yeah, where you just kind of yeah. When you like when you like not really you know, mean to be a dick, but come on now. Let me be honest here. If you Thoralt four people under a tier two tower and we lose an objective for it, I'm gonna be pissed at you because there's no way in your right mind when you hit that button, you looked at those four people standing there and were like, you know what, I'm fucking doing it. <laughs> right, and that, and that's just it, right? Like you're just gonna like get you fried. You're gonna die. We're gonna lose right there, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I just like, and the other thing is, is that a lot of times, my biggest frustration when it comes to streaming is when I play weird shit because my chat asked me to. We're immediately at a disadvantage because we were playing off-meta, non-meta, or not even close to meta <laughs> team comps, right? <laughs> And so in casuals, you get a lot of five man tryhards, right? Where they're like, we're drafting the, an OP comp and it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but by putting myself at a disadvantage in the jungle or whatever role I'm playing, because my chat wants me to, when other people use those sessions as an opportunity to, Oh, you know what race race doing raw jungle. That means I am going to play Sir Ket mid that shit drives me up a wall. Cause it's like, dude, we're already down a man. Like, don't make this any harder on us. Um, or when I'm really uh, about that in stream the other day when you were. Yeah, because it's like, it, you know, I, Achilles, I, and I remember you saying that and I'm like, dude, he brings up a lot of good points here because we, we find ourselves doing that a lot where. All right, I'm going to maybe pick a troll solo or we're going to have a troll jungle. And all of a sudden it's like we're, we end up fucking knock support fucking Loki mid. And it's like, hold up, hold up. This went downhill real quick, people. What the fuck? Just because we had one person that was going, you know, like you said, raw jungle, for instance, which has its place per se. And now everything's all fucked because we ain't got nothing going for us. Right. Or, or you know, I, I really want to play Chrono Solo. I think I let somebody have it the other day for playing Chrono Solo. And we ended up losing like hardcore because their Robin just got huge. And or it wasn't a Robin. It was a Cullen just got huge and just walked all over us. And then we had no dive. We had no peel because we had a Cerberus. So, you know, once he had ulted, it was done. Um, and I'm just, I'm sitting there. I'm like, fuck, like, there's no way we're going to win this game. I was playing something weird in the jungle too. Um, I have noob friendly nights for a reason, I guess is what I would say. Um, anyway, that's about it. Oh, uh, backup right. best voice line ever. Um, shocks taunt. You hit like a baby. You hit like a baby. It's the best. Uh, 
What else oh, you got? Little girly man. Yeah, right. All right. Well, next is from a newcomer, but he's already super active. So shout out to you, Drew. But Damn he asked. <laughs> right. <laughs> but he was he was saying, you know, he did ask who's Wraith and he's new to Smite. You know, he doesn't know mm-hmm. the Smite community that well. So he does ask, why should he tune into your stream over all the other streamers. Oh man, it's got to be because I just look so damn good. Um, <laughs> no, I mean I think um, you know I would never, I would never say watch me over anyone else, right? I think it it's just a, it's a different kind of content and figure out what everybody provides, right? Is it a fun community? Is it ranked gameplay? Is it high level pro gameplay? You know, my gameplay is geared towards. Number one, having fun, but being serious about having fun sometimes. You know, like, hey, we really we're, we're going to win this game. Um, uh, it's about teaching people how to play and how to learn. Um, my chat's always been very open about answering questions. Um, my content outside of of my stream has always been geared towards that too, right? So it's um, you know, think like my Discord's got a whole bunch of pro players and high res employees and things like that in there. Where you go in, and you say, hey inbound xbox world champion you know i i saw you play kepri last weekend how did you build him why did you do this what did you, you know how do you play when you're in lane like uh, it's always been around trying to help people get better right I, I i tell people all the time like if you're a platinum or higher player and you're coming to my stream it's to hang out because you think i'm fun and cool uh it's not to learn anything if you're below that you know maybe you come to ask some questions and and just be a part of the community but I really, I preach, I preach the people of my stream and I preach, you know, the, the, the teaching of new players, uh, more than anything else. Sounds like you're in the right place, Drew. Come on by, man. So we'd like to do the same. Yeah. Gotta go check them out, buddy. All right. So we have another question, mm-hmm. but I'm going to save this one for oh. last. So we're going to go on to our boy, Adios. Shout out to you, Adios. He's the, he's the Icelandic pussy slayer. Here in the Discord. Uh, hey. And he wants to know. <laughs> you should hear his voice. Legit. Smooth as fucking glass, <laughs> man. I, I labeled him that. Like, smooth. He is never allowed to talk to my girlfriend, ever. <laughs> Jesus. But he wants to know, who's your role model in Smite? Oh, God. My role model in Smite, like in the Smite community? I'm assuming that's what you mean. I basically, I mean, he just said, who's your role model in Smite, so... Uh, you said God, role model, really... idol, teacher, idol, so. teacher. I mean, uh, it, everybody knows I, I've learned a lot from Weekend, right? Like Weekend and I became fast friends. Um, you know, I think that's that's probably a a layup, though. But I don't know that I necessarily idolize anybody. Um, you know, I think there's there's a lot of people I wish I was as good as. Um. You know, Polar Bear Mike is a good example. Like I used to play support a lot, and PBM is just so fucking talented. You know, there's there's a lot of people where I say, okay, you know what? If I could play that well or half as good as that, I'd feel really good about it. Um, but it's really the whole pro scene. Um, those guys have a a real tough job, and um, they're so so good at this game. And um, I wouldn't say that I idolize anybody, but I uh, I always try to relish in the opportunity to learn from the same few people. And it's usually, 
uh, weaken, adapting. Um, and I guess anybody, anybody who mains a role that I'm trying to learn how to play. That sounds about the same for me, especially with weaken. He's a big role. He taught me everything I know. Yeah, he's a good dude. I mean, I, I think I think he he and I are on a, a friendship level that would make it weird if I said I idolize him. Um, you know, I think you know, uh, I, I was one of the groomsmen at his wedding. I don't want to you know be like, oh yeah, he, oh, I, I I idolize that man. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'd be, a, I'd be right. a little funky, but you know, I certainly uh, I think it's amazing what he's accomplished. I think you know his stream success is asked you know something that we all aspire to. I think um, you know his brand success is something we all aspire to. Is uh video gaming prowess is pretty impressive and um you know what he's managed to accomplish uh with what a lot of us consider a hobby is 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 really really impressive um you know i don't worship the ground the guy walks on but he uh he's certainly done a lot with what he's given, been given that's for sure i agree all right so all right so my boy my boy, boy Blue- guido oh go ahead no, bro. i got i got guidos the I think I think okay, this go. guy wrote this question because it's at like 1 a.m. after a couple of joints. I'm just Uh-oh. throwing that out there. He lives in Colorado. It's all good. Got it. <laughs> Love you, Guides. Uh, stay with me here because it's a trolley one and it goes places. All right, let's do this. Just want you to know I'm a classy lady and I like to put on a tiara from time to time. Hell, on occasion I'll even run around in skimpy outfits with four other random people. I know I may be rough around the edges and want to feel important, really use my special talents more frequently, and for them to feel appreciated. If you were interested in a guy, how would you want your dual lane Athena to play and build for your playstyle? Ooh. So if I was ADCing, how do I want my uh, my dual lane Athena to, to build? Yep. Long-winded. Roundabout question, mm. but <laughs> to get to a simple question, it yeah. depends highly on the god we're against, the god we're playing, and their jungler. If they are a passive kind of farming, and it's our responsibility to beat their asses, uh, I would say your first three items are going to be cooldown boots, sovereignty, and stone of binding. Um, after that. Pretty much doesn't matter. You could do like a heart ward, uh, spirit robe mantle. That that'd be pretty good. Um, but that I mean, any any Athena that recognizes when you're fragging somebody else in the dual lane and gets a stone of binding is just. Mm. I Guido, I hope that answers your question. If it doesn't, stop by and we'll have this discussion in private. <laughs> oh, 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 and DMs are open. DMs are open, right? Yeah, <laughs> damn. You have to find it right. first. <laughs> Next, hop well, we'll in the plug stream. at the end so he can. Yeah, but anyways, oh, there you go. All right, what do we got next? Well, and I'll I'll put all the links to Wraith and stuff in the description as well. So look appreciate down it. below, everyone. Word, we appreciate it. All right, so so my boy Blade Runner here. I think he knows. Uh, he he probably knows a little bit more about you than the average person. So he wants to know. When's the next episode of your podcast? Uh, I don't know. We're thinking about doing a mid-season uh, update version of it. It's not necessarily really a podcast. It was meant to be kind of an off-the-cuff informational thing. So we'll um, we'll get it out there, though. I've already got some plans because I never got to do an ADC one because Barra and Taco and everybody were too busy. There you go, Blade Runner. Keep your eyes out. 
All right. So Nev, uh, shout out to you, Nev. She was a guest on our last episode. She's awesome. And she's got a couple questions. Uh-oh. Now, we, we talked about the long queue times during streams, but she just wants to know, what's your favorite game to play while you wait for a queue? Uh, typically, I only play casual, so I don't run into that problem. But I, I'd say if I was sitting in 12 to 20 minute queues, I'd play Stardew Valley. Oh, spicy. All right. What's your favorite non-Smite game to stream? Hmm. Uh, oh, a I thinker. A don't thinker. Know. I don't know. I I uh I don't typically play games on stream that aren't Smite too often or a cooking stream. Um, usually because so maybe just a cooking stream, then that might be the answer. Yeah. Yeah. I think part of the problem is you, yeah. you have the mentality of, okay, like, you know, if you, if you treat it and, and this is not saying it's a burden, it's more like how serious you take it. it. Like if you treat it like a job, right? Like, so I get home from work around six o'clock, I hang out for like an hour, hour and a half, and then I jump on smite and I stream. Right. And that is to me that's time where i'm i'm really seriously investing myself i'm not just fucking around you know chopping down trees and runescape or something like that right um you know i think when you stream it takes a different level of attention um and uh you need to you know if you're if i play other games it's usually to relax or chill out and when the stream is on i'm on and so they that that those two things kind of conflict with each other, right? Um, recently, I'd say I played Realm Royale. I think that's probably going to go by the wayside a little bit with some of the changes that just came out. Um, and then, um, you know, I don't know. I've been thinking about branching out. I, I, you know, I really struggled with it before I got partner um, because you know every stream that you have where you're below seventy five viewers counts against you for partner. Um, so I almost avoided other games and just got into a habit of just doing smite. But now that I'm, I've gotten partner, I've started branching out to other things. I got to find a game that captures my interest though. There's your 10 minute answer to your two minute question. All right. Look out to Wraith and stream everybody for maybe a little bit of honey pop game. Right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right. We've gone through the discord. And in this discord, he, Hey, we talked earlier about warlord. He's, he ain't scared to ask the big questions. Oh, my boy. And neither is our boy, Silent Aces. He definitely will pull his balls out and ask the tough All ones. All right, let's hear it. And I have to say, this might be one of the toughest questions you've maybe ever been asked. It's I don't pancakes know. pancakes or waffles, so my answers you're... will always be waffles. Dude, yeah, they can oh, hold I'd, the syrup. I'd say it might be. Why, why wouldn't it be waffles? Yeah. Like, the holds the can. syrup, it holds the butter. Well, I, I don't, whatever. Nice and crispy. I really don't see yeah, Waffles downside. are just better. For real. Yeah. All right. Hit me with it. All right. He wants to know, it's time to drop the dirt. Which pro does every other pro dislike or not want to hang around at lands? Uh, I don't know that I'm close enough to the situation to know that. Um, I don't. Well, first of all, I used to hang out at a lot of lands, but it was kind of like an awkward hangout. Like where I almost felt like I didn't belong there because we would drive up, we go to the lands, um, and like you, you see like thirty pros sitting around. They're all just bullshitting about the game, um, and it smells like an absolute frat house. Um, but I don't know. I don't know that I I've ever that. heard of anybody 
that like people particularly avoid. Um, you know, everybody, every once in a while you hear about somebody who's tough to get along with or tough to play with. Um, I can't think of any names off the top of my head, but um, for the most part, I, I think especially with the way the SPL has kind of taken a turn, um, if you're that difficult to hang out with and play with, you're not going to be on a team. The answer is yeah, That up. makes a lot of sense. Obviously, he's yeah. the most difficult pro to get along with. <laughs> Obviously. God damn punk he builds Jotun. He, he, he builds Jotuns on Mercury. Jesus. That's just That's just hard to be around. Damn. Just kidding, Punk Duck. We love you. Hey. All right, boys. Should we go over to the Reddit? We shall. All right. So, Hi Res Ryu. Ryu. Shout out. Yeah, shout out. That was awesome. He was the first first question, too, in the Reddit post. I kind of peed my pants a little Wait, bit when I saw it. You got a Hi Res you're responding to one of our shit? Yeah, dude. Humbled. He was the first one, right, too. Let's get That's him awesome. on for our next guest. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Hi Res Ryu. <laughs> Uh, Twitter at Battleground of hit us up. All right, he wants to know: Would you rather fight one titan-sized minion or a hundred minion-sized titans? Uh, one titan-sized minion. All right, because it, it, it's all about strategy. You, it, all it takes is one good shot, and then and you win. I mean, it's a hundred minion-sized titans. That's uh. It's it overwhelming. is. Doesn't matter. Imagine it doesn't matter how good you are. Club guys smacking away gonna, your uh, shins. Oh yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Well, no, that's a minion. Oh yeah, minion-sized titan. Oof. Yikes. All right, Lifefire wants to know what do you think about the current state of Hu Yi? Uh, I don't know that I have played enough Hu Yi to be a authority on that. Um, I played him a couple of times. I think you know he's solid. Um. I think my opinion of him would probably change if I knew some of the bounces or the popular bounces on the map. But um, no, I don't think he's terrible. I think he's got his usefulness, especially if you have stealth gods in the enemy team, Morgan, Loki, things like that, Quang. Um, but he's certainly not a, a top-tier hunter right now. I don't think so anyway. Yeah. Here's definitely, the thing about Ohui, in my opinion, at least. is he may not be great, but he's never going to be bad because he can go crit or he can go power pen or whatever and he boxes well into crit might not always be good but he's not going to be bad right all right we got i hope i'm pronouncing his name right senrayu smite (laughs) do you prefer your tomatoes with or without burgers oh god i hate tomatoes uh, so he prefers the burgers without tomatoes. He prefers the per- <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh huh. All right. So, what are your thoughts on the rampant issue of pro players taking advantage of a DC to sneak in wins to boost their ranking? Uh, I think that is overblown and not a real thing. Right. Just like the whole Chopo debate going on. <laughs> okay. Now I want to ask this one, and I hope it's not offensive because. Just a little look into all three of our lives and our buddy Willow. We're with him on this. We're the same. How do you live as a tubby boy? I've become a tubby boy and struggle to cope with the day-to-day. Any advice is appreciated. 
Okay, how do you live with being fat? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, okay, I was gonna say I wasn't quite getting it. I think like, that's what I said. Tummy boy. Tummy boy. I mean, like, is he all of us fat? Like, I'm Are a husky lad, here? but yeah, what's going on? I think so. <laughs> yeah, uh, I really feel like this is probably a troll question here. It's 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 total troll. Oh. But he's posting in a couple of our other things, so. All right. We'll give the troll a little food, but we'll move on to an actual serious question. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, wait, it's not, it's not that serious, but it's funny. He, uh, so Icy Pop wants to know, why does Weekend hate on you every second you play together? Uh, I don't, I I don't want to say it's like our shtick, but like, you know how you Mm -hmm. have your buddies and you you guys just rag on each other all the time? It's like the third Um, time we're coming back to, you know, you got that friend you just talk (laughs) shit about. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is that when you guys are watching his stream, it looks like he's shitting on me the whole time. When you watch my stream, I'm sitting there with my finger on the mute button going, I'm going to gag for you. What are you doing? Why are you building that? (laughs) Like, we're giving shit. I try not to interrupt his stream by fighting back and things like that, just unless it's, you know, comedically funny. Just because, you know, it is a full-time job for, like, a full, full full-time job for him. Um, And it's how he pays his mortgage and everything else. And so... um, you know, I mean, if that's if that's the kind of content that he wants to create, I'm I'm happy being the boob there. You know what I mean? But I do rag on him right. in my own stream while I'm doing it. He's sitting there with the mute button. Look at me, I'm weakened. <laughs> Plus, I mean, <laughs> you know, at some point you got to do it for I the play a rag a bit, right? Like, what do you guys want to watch at night? You want to watch Weekend just like silently shit on people for three hours, or do you want him to lose his marbles and Wraith, please, and you know? All that stuff. It, I mean, again, you know, go back, going back to creating drama and excitement, it's it makes it more entertaining to watch. So why not? Can I get that wraith, please, one more time? Uh, no, we, awesome. got, we, we got it recorded. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I know. All right. So Fart Maker wants to know <laughs> what do you spicy name? <laughs> That's his name, oh, man. Hey. All right. He he wants to know what do you expect from Titanforge. Titanforge. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just a yeah, the guys good, taking over Smite. I think it is a. I mean, from a business perspective, I think it's a way to uh, segment the company and make it easier to sell titles. So, um, and sell assets to titles. Um, and then I think it also gives games a little bit more autonomy so that the development teams don't feel like they're the bastard stepchild of like, you know, that the Paladins guys, I mean, I went for a tour, right. When Paladins was smaller, right. But still successful. Right. Um, and it was like, here's the smite area and smite and smite and smite and smite and smite. And oh, the Paladins is uh, right over here. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, I think at some point from a, like a morale perspective, you gotta be like, okay, what what is this impact having when we have like one super hyper successful title and everybody else around you feels like, you know, the experiment. Um, I also think it will uh, help encourage them to, because now that they're a publisher, they could start publishing titles for others, right. Who maybe don't necessarily have those kind of connections and things like that. Right. So, um, 
you know, you think about it, it was high res studios and all high res games. Um, you know, as a publisher, if you look at game publishers, they publish um, games from lots of studios, right? And so um, that's kind of looks like the model that they're moving towards, even though now they're they're still wholly owned by um, high res. Yeah, I like it. All right. So Noah asks, "What are your thoughts on the Smite Adventures, and why do you think that the next one should be Smite Cart 2? Uh, I love them. I think it's a great way to mix it up. I, uh, I gotta admit, I didn't play the last one, the Medusa step match. I heard it was wonderful. Um, I was on vacation and just never got into it when it was popular. Um, but, uh, I think it's cool. I think, you know, if we, you know, it goes back to that, that statement earlier, right? If you're doing the same thing over and over and over again, like you're doing something wrong and trying to find new and exciting ways to give people different ways of play, um, is, is a cool thing. But, uh, I agree. Smite cart two needs to happen yesterday. I agree. All right, so BCC Cubic asked, do you feel the new MM system has improved your match quality? I feel like we yeah, went over that pretty in-depth right. yes. earlier. Yep. Yeah. And then he asked, do you have a diamond knee? No. <laughs> oh, this, no, this is a trick question, Rathan. This is everybody <laughs> is a diamond neath. Everyone's a diamond neath. Uh, actually, neath was probably the first guy that I moved away from. Like, I played her, and I was like, oh, this is fun. Uh, well, yeah, everybody moves do... away from her once you get her diamond. Let's do literally anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a diamond neath to me. I hate ne- neath players with right. passion. She's, such a, she's in such a bad spot right now. Anybody who's playing her is convincing themselves of something that just doesn't exist. <laughs> It all just sounds like diamond Did you mean talk Loki? to me. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a <laughs> yeah, meme it in our community that just everyone's a diamond neath, and then just every everything is like, oh, yep, that's a diamond neath mentality. Yep. Yep. yep right. Exactly. They uh, mm-hmm. it's like there's two kinds of people in this world: people who pee in the shower and liars. There's two kinds of people in this world: diamond neaths and people who don't admit it. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> There's two types of people in the world. People who like Nickelback and those who lie about hating Nickelback. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Ad and Zach asks, how do you feel about the average skill of Smite players and how difficult do you think it is for someone to improve? Uh, the average skill of Smite players, I would say, is under-informed. Um, a lot of the things that you do, uh, to get better are not, um, mechanically related. That's one of the beauties of smite. And one of the reasons I like to play it is because if you use your brain instead of your fingers, you're going to win way, way, way more often than just being a mechanical genius. Right. Um, and I think, uh, a lot of people don't put the little bit of time in to, learn a God or learn early clear or learn, um, you know, good combinations of abilities or, you know, things like that. Um, and I I think that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I think, and that was part of the reason I started my content in in the first place is because you have a lot of really excited players that are just kind of going through the motions and doing the same things. And they, everybody hits this plateau where they just don't get any better. And, you need somebody to be there to be like, okay, you know, I can watch 10 minutes of your gameplay and tell you how you fucked up the early game or how to do this better. Or, you know, if you really want to get ahead, how do you min max with Thor on camps? 
uh, at the beginning of the game. You know, things like that. And it doesn't, it's not necessarily like nitpicking certain things, but um, I, I think people need to spend a little bit more time getting informed about why they're doing what they're doing than, um, than just playing and expecting to get better. It sounds like all answers are kind of going down the same road. Yeah. You want to you want to learn something? Go. You got to go check out Raven's stream. Hit him up. <laughs> I, I can get you started. I can get you. you started. But there are definitely better people for for higher level gameplay. Um, but yeah, get, getting you off the ground, I can do that. Word. All right, we're at our last question of the night, boys. Ooh, baby. And honestly, it's one of my favorites that anybody asked. Okay. If you could make if you could make a new god from four gods. Which skills would you pick for each slot, and what basic attack would you choose, and what passive? Oh my god! Holy fuck! Right? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. Oh. Passive? I think I would want Kukulkin's passive. Um, more mana is more power. That's a good one. Uh, so this would be a mage. I think, uh, and I can only choose like the the ones from different gods, right? He didn't specify, so I can build this out of four alts. I feel like that wouldn't be optimal. (laughs) Let's go with one alt and do the rest. However, one alt and do the rest. Um, I would probably take whose one would I want? Uh, Damn, this is tough. Uh, I'd probably take a Thoth one. Um, but without the three? Yeah, I mean, if you had a ton of power on it, it wouldn't matter. Like, you know, maybe not necessarily, maybe with better scaling, but... Um, I was just thinking of the range. Yeah, but if, I mean, if you have a brawly, tanky character, safe. you know, yeah, Jean-Cui, I mean, you yeah, can still... Yeah, true. Good point. Uh, I would probably take... God, the two... Uh, Jesus, this is tough. Changas, too. Um, no, I would say Geb's knockup. Ooh. Um, all right, all right. Knockup is the best form of CC that you could possibly get, right? Um, And then I would probably take... I don't know if I would want a moving ability. I, I want this, because of how close range the one is, I want them to be a, a brawler. So we need something in the three that's going to be impactful. Who's got a good three? Ooh, Maybe Baron this. Somedy's three. Oh, Ooh, there you go. Ooh, yeah, there Baron yeah, Somedy's three. And then the alt is a combination of uh, Ho Yi's alt. Anubis's alt, Rama's alt, and Thor's alt. All right, this guy. I, I have really had fast. this ultimate ability in my head for months. I told Ajax about it. He thought it was awesome. I want a mage where when you channel this ultimate, a giant white light comes down from the sky and you get a semi-global alt where your physical body stays standing still in the ground, meditating or whatever the hell you want, and your transcended ethereal form and your camera goes up into the air. 
And while you're up there, you summon meteors or fireballs or shit like that where you can throw them down on the battlefield and they're huge and they do a ton of damage. And the two disadvantages it has is one, the fireballs move slow. Um, so, you know, there's obviously some counterplay there. Uh, and two, there is a giant white light beacon of where your vulnerable protectionless body is sitting for a jungler or anybody to come pick off and blow you up. That's true. Huh. I like that. That's pretty interesting. Me too. That's very interesting. It's like an Anubis on steroids. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like Kinda? standing still, vulnerable, stand not still? going anywhere. Thor, because, you know, that's about the range that I would want. Pop up in the sky. Right, yep. yeah. Rama, because you're shooting things down. Uh, and Hoi, just because you're firing suns at the ground, right? So that's kind of my my ideal. I think that would be really fucking cool. I like it. Yeah, me too. That's dope. I love it. All right, well, that's all our questions, boys. Took a while, but we got through yeah, them man. all. Okay. Nathan, we appreciate we your patience. A lot longer. But they were yeah. good questions. Great answers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that's all we really got time for. Where can we find you, bud? Uh, there is one, two things I wanted to say. You'd asked me these oh. uh, earlier before I got on. Okay. New favorite oh, content creator and another guy you should look into to talking to. Mad Accountant. Guy's the man. Uh, really gives a shit about his production quality. He's like an earlier in the day version of what I try and accomplish. Guy's really cool. Guy who inspired me. Got to be weak in hands down. Um, you know, the, the way he approaches his, uh, his life and his business is pretty cool. Um, and sorry, I didn't mean to. And my favorite wombo combo is a Morgan Aries where you do a double chain pull, um, all the way back down the lane. Spicy. I like this guy. We go along with questions. So we have to cut the hat in the community corner. And he's like, no, fuck you guys. (laughs) I'm doing it. I love Um, it. We did ask him his favorite wombo combo for a community corner this week. Uh, and I just came off with that off the top of my head. I was actually sitting here looking at the God list going, fuck, what's my favorite one? There's so many. Um, you said mad accountant. We'll try to link his shit too. uh, old school one. This is a shout out to my buddy, Rob. Uh, this is our favorite thing to run, uh, when we were playing on PlayStation, uh, the ultimate wombo combo only to be done on Medusa's under tier two towers is a Kumba alt into a Bologna spear straight down the throat. Um, Ooh. he'll know what I'm talking about. That's specifically for him. But, uh, yeah, as far as where you can, you can find me, uh, I'm on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Rathen, W R A I T H Y N. If you go to Rathen.tv, I purchased that domain like an idiot and, uh, created a redirect there. <laughs> That'll send you to my Twitch. Um, that was an impulse buy. Um, gotta be honest with you. And then, uh, I'm on Twitter as well. Twitter's where you can find me, uh, most of the time. Fucking around the internet in the community uh, at Rathen One. Um, also, if you go into my Twitch channel and you do exclamation point Discord, I have one of the most active Smite Discords. Um, you know where the creator is actually active as well uh, in the entire community, um, and so definitely uh, a place to come check out. Site is pretty cool. I joined them the other day. Got some pretty nice yeah, people man. in there, and dude, they talk. You ain't wrong. Yeah, they talk a lot. It, it, like, mute you step away for 10 minutes and it's channel. like, holy shit, there's like 30 new things. I feel bad because like I always try to go back and like read everything the best I can in ours and everything. 
and no, even no, then it's too much off just this one it's like oh okay jesus if it's not in the past couple minutes man i ain't gonna know mm-hmm. but there are nice people in there so far from that's what awesome I've to. they're all awesome yeah and everybody i'll put all of Rathan's links mad accountants links everything will be in the description so if you want to make it easy on yourself Awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, glad to have you. It was awesome having yeah, you, man. Yeah, sorry for going way too fucking long. Oh, no. The it listeners cool. will appreciate it. Yeah, like our listeners love the long episodes. And that's all we have this week from the Battleground. We are so excited to talk to Rathan that we forgot to plug our normal stuff. But you guys know where to find us. Battleground out. And back when I was 18, statutory raping this little hoe. Even though we was dating, and if I'm taking public transportation on the quiet train, I might have a conversation. Fuck it, I'm the man putting trash up in some other people's cans, though. At the work fridge, feeling can cold. End up at the holiday party, I'm grinding colleagues on the dance floor. Dick been rubbing against the asshole, say it's not. Why you crying? Yeah, we bout that. Do a lot of dirt, never doubt that. A lot of rap twerps, let us shout crap. Let her make their mouth flap. When it come to bird, no, we speak.